What is going on? Hello, bell breakers. Hello, hello. Welcome to what could possibly be the very last ever this episode. Yeah, we, we may be broadcasting from a bunker yeah. over ham radio next time. Uh, you, you have no idea where we will be. This is a... We're in a very interesting situation recording this week's episode because of the fact that this is election week. Yes. We are recording Monday night. Yes. Which means that we are recording the night before the election. However, the episode doesn't release till the day after the election. I know. So we're in just this weird like limbo moment where it's yeah. like what the what the fuck do we talk about? Right. I, I mean, know. we've been beaten the dead horse with these uh, with politics for the last yeah. month or so. And, and anything we say is going to be obsolete yeah. about the election come yeah. Wednesday. It, so. it wouldn't matter if some big surprise moment popped up today and we covered yeah. it yeah. come Wednesday. Like, it doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Right. None of it matters. So we decided to kind of take the approach of who gives a fuck. Right. And this is going to be a little bit more loose um, episode because, again, like none of this, none of this shit matters yeah. now. And that that's crazy because that's that's just how life is. Like, we could be talking about something. Yeah. It doesn't matter that the elections are tomorrow. Just in general, we could record something that was huge right. and impactful, and two days later it might not Oh, make like a, our make first show that we, t- we filmed and never put out there. Yeah, because, because it didn't matter at right. that point. Yeah. So here we are, one day before the election or one day after the election, depending yes. on if you're us or you. Right. So... I mean, what, what what do we talk about, Bill? What's going on? What's going on that actually matters in your life? Because oh. this election doesn't fucking matter at all at this oh, point. There's tons of stuff. There's tons of stuff. What's going well, on with you? Well, let's see. Steelers are 7-0. and That's huge. That is. They that beat is the huge. Ravens, which is massive. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that was good. Uh, Sean Connery died. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about yes, that. 2020 yeah. takes another one. Uh, who? How many does that make? Because that makes Sean Connery, Eddie Van Halen died. Yeah. Did um, um, Stan Lee didn't die this year. That no, was that was year. uh, that was a couple years ago. Yeah, that one hurt though. Yeah, there's been a few. We're we'll have to yeah. do a year recap yeah. of all the yeah. pour one out for or do a shot for every homie that yeah, died this right, year. Yeah. All our favorites. Sean, Sean Connery was definitely a homie for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, so James Bond was an icon. Yeah, is an icon, but never saw the Sean Connery ones. Really, they're good ones. Yeah, yeah. I've only seen the ones with um the new guy, the newest. Oh, Daniel Craig, which I I like those. Yeah, uh, he does a really good job. Yeah, he does. So other than that, um, I haven't been into any sports. I did hear um my catcher is a free agent now. Yadier Molina is a free agent. So we'll see. So he's been released or is there a possibility he could be re-signed? He's just a free agent as far as I know. He's testing the market. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Okay. So it's not looking good though. But um, (laughs) there was a Ravens player that tested positive for COVID. So now the Steelers have to be tested. So they may not be able to play next week. I don't know how that's going to work well, just football yet. football even is the thing next week. This time next week, maybe there will be no football. You none know, of this possible. shit matters. I, I've never been in a spot where I've just been like, you know, none of this could possibly freaking matter. You're absolutely right. I mean, to say that I'm not one of those that are, are like, oh, this is the most important election of our lifetimes, because they've said that about every right. single damn yeah. election. Yeah. But you just don't know. You don't know right. what's going to happen. You don't. And there does seem to be a little bit more gravitas on this one for some reason so well there's a there's a lot of tension building up yeah on either side 
I actually went out and purchased a um, shotgun, not necessarily just for the the possibilities of what what well, yeah, tensions because... could happen, but I mean, it's always good to have something, whether it's for home defense or I mean, right. we've or, talked about getting out and hunting. Absolutely, or hunt. you know, your kids start dating. It's good oh, yeah. to have a shotgun on here. Yeah, or just sit on a rocking chair and smoke this pipe on my front porch with hold, the shotgun. With the that shotgun, is your say, American right. Yeah, and say, get the fuck off my lawn. That's exactly. that's what I'm going for. Absolutely, no, that's good. And so, that's good. Uh, so I bought that, and I also bought another uh, boatload of. Uh, Five five six ammo for nice. my AR fifteen. Just you know, just in case. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. it's making me nervous. Not, not all the stuff surrounding like the election stuff. Like, oh, this, um, there's going to be a civil war because of this. But it makes me nervous when I go to the store, right, and you can't buy anything, right, or you hear that Walmart has pulled their ammunition and guns and because guns because uh, they're, they're afraid of concerned for civil distress. I mean, what that, what common sense does that make? Like they're right. like, well, everyone's um, worried about civil unrest, so they're going out and buying guns. <sighs> yeah, so right. we're going to pull them from our shelves. Yeah. It's like that's not how you became yeah. one of the biggest freaking corporations. And obviously you, they don't think things through because it's like, look, motherfucker, there. I got a slingshot. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> right. Or bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Or a freaking kitchen knife. Right. And obviously they don't see the, they don't watch the Hunger but Games. But it's it's just like Follow the markets, man. If right. people's buying up ammo, stock your shelves with ammo. Right. Because yeah. they're going to find it somewhere. I oh, went yeah. to a gun show 45 minutes from here, and I stocked up on oh, ammo. How much of a killing did gun shops make when Obama was in office? Oh, yeah. He did them so much favors. Well, it, be, well about this time before, like, when he was elected, but before he uh, took office, mm -hmm. I know gun prices, like, shot through the roof. Oh, I think yeah. my brother-in-law spent, like, a couple grand on an AR-15 before... Because they, everyone said he was going to ban AR-15s, right. and so, gun, yeah, gun shops are making a killing during oh, yeah. time. Oh, like and this. I guarantee, if Biden's elected, prices are going to go through the roof again. Mm -hmm. So, well, my father-in-law brought up an interesting point. He's like, nobody's ever going to ban guns. No, but they're going to make it hard for you to get the ammo. So right. your gun is rendered useless right. if you don't have ammo for it. So, yeah. no, I know I made sure my bug out bag was was in order, you know, and. So do you think something bad's gonna happen, or you just wanna, no? I don't be ahead just want to be ahead of it. You know, no, I don't. I don't think, but I do think that uh, it's gonna be a shit show the next couple months. Yeah. Um, I think that there there is gonna be a lot of riots and protests. Mm -hmm. You know, the White House is expecting it. They just uh, upscaled their fence in the in the front. You know, yeah. to make it unscalable is what they say. And I'm sure guards so will increase. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Trump got his wall built <laughs> before the election. <laughs> exactly. So, um, no, I, I do. I think that's going to be bad. I think it's, um, you know, big cities are going to, are going to suck. So, yeah. Yeah. um, so, and I, I don't know if that'll trickle down to communities like ours at all. Um, but I, I do think that, uh, you know, things are going to be, there'll be unrest. There will be, there'll know. be lots of unrest. I think there'll be protests and possibly and, riots, but, and it's gonna, you know, there's not a, you know, the only clear path to less is say two weeks when they count all the mail-in votes it's a landslide trump wins in a landslide yeah. period right you know or biden wins in a landslide well i know? think even if biden wins in a landslide trump's gonna be like yeah really though let's keep right. the, let's push this out as long as possible. oh i'm sure i'm sure either so. one probably will because yeah they both will hillary told biden don't concede under any circumstance whether yeah. it's a landslide or a, a close call yeah so, so it'll it'll go through several recounts. It'll go through the Supreme Court. It'll go, you know. So it's gonna go the distance. Yeah. So, so when you are hearing this, you probably most likely won't know who's the president at this point. Right. So, 
Yeah. Anybody who's staying up late tomorrow night to figure out who the winner's going to be. You're going to be staying up a while. <laughs> they're going to be up for a while. I'm not going to go to sleep until I know who the president <laughs> yeah. is. <laughs> Bring on the cocaine. <laughs> exactly. All that to say. Vote. Yeah, go vote. <laughs> but we don't give a fuck right now. Right. Because we're in a very interesting predicament right here. Yeah. And we're just going to take advantage of this predicament. And we're just going to... Poke fun at the shit show for probably yeah. the rest of the show. We'll get into some of the stories going yeah, on. Yeah, there's some the stuff world. going on, but as far as the election goes and politics here in America, we're just going to have fun with it. We're going to say fuck it. You right. know what? Fuck it. Because none of it matters right. at this point because it's already it's already happened by the time you're exactly. hearing this. Exactly. So we're just going to get right into it and um, enjoy the show, I guess. Yeah. If you're, they let you watch it. <laughs> yeah. If Yeah. If it's there, enjoy the show. But here we go. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? notice this isn't our typical post intro music but we're just kind of feeling the vibes tonight we're just kind of feeling that laid back don't give a fuck attitude and you call it you you kind of said that i didn't i kind of had a don't give a fuck attitude and it's not it's not that i don't like all this stuff's important the elections are important the people that are elected are important going out and voting is important but we're just at that point. We're in that limbo stage right now. And what it reminds me of is, like you and I both did schooling in the last couple of years in college and stuff. It's like it reminds me of um, when you go to get ready for to take a big test, like a big final or something. You spend like two, three, four weeks preparing for it, busting your ass preparing for it. Then you bust your ass for, what, 45 minutes taking the test, or an hour, or what, what have you. And then there's that point where you're just waiting for the grades to come out. And you, you can stress about the grades, you can uh, worry about what, what you put, or what you didn't put, or what you could have changed. In the end, it doesn't matter, you already fucking turned in the test. You, you let the cards drop, see where they land, and you pick up after them, you, you clean it up. and. That, that's the point we're at. We're, we're waiting to see where the cards fall. And like we said, it could be two, three months before we even know where the cards fall. Right. But the people that are all stressed out, like, well, we could have done this or we could have done that. It doesn't fucking matter right now. Yeah. What happens, happens, and we just wait. We play that waiting game. 
Yep. Yep. No matter. No reason to get stressed out about something you have no control over. Nope. And so, so we're just kind of in that that stage right now where you know we we beat the politics plenty in the last month. Yeah. So everybody has. Everybody has. We're tired of it. So we're just gonna just see where it goes, and we're. We'll call this our pre-post-election special, because for us it's pre, for them it's post. Sure. Either way, by the time this comes out, who cares? It doesn't yeah. matter. Right. So so we're just going to we're just gonna maybe have a chill day with it, a, a chill um, episode. Uh, I have noticed recently we've um, kind of... <clears throat> Kind of put on the back burner the whole our favorite segment, which is do you do you remember our favorite segment, Absolutely. the party line the party patriots? Line patriots yes. Yeah, I mean it's been a good month or so since we've had time for that with everything yeah. else going on. So we're gonna dedicate a section, pretty much the entire second half to to pulling up. I mean we're gonna have our bullshitting and our, our right. talking and stuff, but um, we're gonna throughout the episode, the second half of the episode, pull up these. What, what the Party Line Patriots is, if you haven't heard an episode that includes it, it's where we we find the best like uh, keyboard warrior posts based on people just screaming what their party is, is screaming. Not usually any intelligence behind it. Not usually looking in and having like a solid argument. Right. Just, it's usually just memes, Facebook right. memes. And it's usually meant to elicit an emotional response. Yep, yep. That's all it is. And then... When you bring maybe some logic into it, they just clam up or they call you a racist mm-hmm. or they call you a communist or just just whatever they can call you. Right. So, I mean, what a better time to, to dedicate, what a better week to dedicate to that kind of stuff because that's all we've been seeing all week long is the right. worst of the worst, just people just posting this <laughs> ridiculous nonsense. Yeah. Like, oh, Trump's worse than, uh, than Adolf Hitler or... Right, and, and and we'll pull them up. I I don't want to try to do them justice by, by saying just trying to misquote them. So right. we'll get into that. But we do have a couple stories that we want to talk about. Yeah. So we have some substance today. Yeah. Uh, there's still stuff going on in the world. I I apologize that the world still carries on. So we we, we got to talk about it. But we promise you, it's going to be a good episode. It's going to be laid back and just kind of chill. Yes. So, kick back in your hot bath, light a couple candles, and listen to the smooth stylings of the Break the Bill podcast. Exactly, exactly that. Do that. <laughs> I don't know if it's a smooth sounds, but it, it'll be sounds. It'll be some sounds. <laughs> I don't know why your your camera keeps going in and out of focus. I think it's it's about time to retire your camera yeah. and, and maybe get, something nicer. get us something that, that yeah. at least focuses on your face christmas is right around the corner it's true it's true if anybody is um looking to get us christmas presents bill needs a new <laughs> webcam so dear santa. dear dear santa slash uh bell breakers um <laughs> oh it's like every time you sit back it like takes a while to oh, to okay. bring into focus okay. but it's good so the the only thing I've noticed this week, and all the weeks I've noticed, but I've really just, it, it just blows my mind. The only thing we hear any of the politicians really even concerning themselves about is COVID still. Right. What, like right. six, seven months later, that yeah. after the two-week flatten the curve moment we were supposed to have? Yes. Um, this is all we have to talk about. It's really the only um, issue that anybody is taking a stance on in politics. Right. 
Well, and it's an easy one to, you know, go after Trump with, you know, mm-hmm. so that's why they keep bringing it up. Well, but this last week, mm-hmm. you know, we all dealt with the, you know, people's attitudes towards it with Halloween. Yeah, right. You know, with trick-or-treating. You know, some cities outlawed trick-or-treating, some states. Right. Um, you know, I know for us, we had some areas that did do trick-or-treating. Um, and uh, But a lot of people, you know, I think neighborhood we usually hit, maybe half of the houses still gave out candy. Most of them just had a bowl sitting on the stairs, you well, know? We were fortunate. The neighborhood we went around in, it, it's uh, just... Up across the road, it's like this rich neighborhood with all the big, giant houses that you're just like, dude, my house would fit in one section of your house there. Right. But they give the best candy. It's like old, retired people with their mm-hmm. rich, fancy houses. And a lot of them would have, like, their fire pit going. but They'd have right. the bowl of candy out at the end yeah, of the driveway, yeah. but they could still, like, at least verbally right. interact yeah. with you. So that was nice. It right. I, I heard, like, some of the ones you went to, they just left it outside. Yeah, it's like, right. What's the fun in that? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, even my, my in-laws, you know, we went there, and they, they, they're they scared because, you know, I was a hotbed right now. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they put a bowl out on the stairs, and they, they, they told us, you know, like, you know, knock on the door. We'll take a picture of you through the door. Mm-hmm. You know, and they came to the door with their mask on and stuff, and just like, hi. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> How's it going? The- the plastic sleeve to reach through <laughs> right, to hug yeah, grandma. Exactly. You remember seeing those? Things? Yeah. <laughs> um, I I can do you one better. It it goes to show that people are still they they have no freaking clue. They're yeah. just reacting still. Right. It's still just like emotional reaction to this whole COVID thing. Went to this one house instead of a screen door like us normal poor people have. This was one of those like iron bar like outside doors mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about like cast iron bars right, yeah. or something yeah um so this older lady opens her like wooden front door to this cast iron bars and she's like i'm just gonna hand the candy through the bars it's like the bars are going to stop right, yeah. covid from you getting know what? through you already got it lady <laughs> yeah i had another lady and this was a cool idea i liked her i i liked the thought behind it because it made it creative for the kids sure she had this big like um big old pumpkin picture like painting mm-hmm. uh, on like a piece of plywood with like a hole in the for the mouth oh, and there was cool. a pvc tube that went up where she could drop uh they could hold their candy at the mouth of this and she would stand oh, her cool. distance and drop it and slide down into their bucket yeah well i told my kids i'm like that's all well and good you're not going to give her covid right. but she's touching every damn piece of candy right. so she's yeah. giving you covid yeah. <laughs> and they're like i didn't think about that it's just like how freaking selfish of you. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool idea, but I'm yeah. just like, you just touched every single piece of candy. Yeah. My family and my wife's family, they came out and told us that they're not doing Thanksgiving or Christmas this year. Holy they shit. They don't want families to come together. So, yeah. Well. And, and it's like, all right, whatever. I mean, at least that's a personal choice. Yeah, right. Because we look at what we're going to get into. California came out with their Thanksgiving regulations oh, last right. week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't have that article, but from my understanding, it was <laughs> cuz California is obviously warmer than here. So it, this might possibly work there, but they they had to do it outside, mm-hmm. outdoors. What was it like a minimum or a maximum of 10 people? Well, it was it was you're able to have um like three families come together. Uh-huh. So you could have your family and if you had two kids and their families, you're fine. That's it. But if you had a third kid and He's they fucked. had a family, so you got to pick your favorite. They would have to come to a separate <laughs> Thanksgiving. But it was a maximum of two hours too. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, it had to be outside. Uh, n- you know, no, uh, 
you know, keep your mask on, take it off just to eat and then put it back up. You know what no I say hugging, to that? No hugging, no praying, no singing. You know what I say to that? <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, Fuck it. No doubt. You're not going to keep my, my kids or my family from coming into my house to eat. I'll just have them make freaking signs, like protest signs, right. and we'll protest around the table as yeah. we will protest that, that poor turkey that got murdered that we're, we're going to be eating. Or we'll, I mean, you can have whoever you want it yeah. over, like, for protest because we know that doesn't spread COVID. Yeah. So just I mean, have a big co- What are they going to have someone knock on the door and be like, uh, yeah. Thanksgiving, Chuck. Thanksgiving, check. police. Let me in. <laughs> yeah. You have too many families here, ma'am. Yeah. It's like, who's going to enforce that? Right. For exactly. real. Exactly. Well, you have a cop sitting down the block. He's just like, there's one. Right. There's two families. Oh, shit. There's three. Let's, let's go. roll. Let's, go. let's roll. Let's go. Dispatch. We're on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is. Well, you showed me the story. This came out probably today, that um, Governor Newsom is getting um, his yeah, pee-pee slapped they're, they're over this stuff. Them. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's going on here? This is um, came out actually um, at 8 o'clock tonight, so it would be 6 o'clock California time. Judge limits California Governor Newsom's powers. They took his powers. Good. Uh, Before you even read this, I say freaking good. Right. Take all their – limit all their powers. Oh, I agree. I agree. Not just Newsom. Limit across the board, limit all their powers yeah. because they're all overstepping their damn powers. They're using this, they're using the protests, they're using the oh, elections yeah. just to yeah. extend their power and their, their hold as much as physically possible. And somebody like this judge needs to come out and say, you know what? You're overstepping your, your mm-hmm. bounds here, and we're going to put a cap on this. You're Absolutely. not an all powerful body that you can just say and do whatever you want that's not how this was built so yeah here here here's your cap you can't go past yep we're taking your powers uh judge on monday preliminary ordered california governor gavin newsom to stop issuing directives related to the coronavirus that might interfere with state law sutter county superior court judge sarah heckman tentatively ruled that one of the dozens of executive orders newsom has issued overstepped his authority and um, and was an unconstitutional exercise of legislative power. She more broadly barred him from exercising any power under the California Emergency Services Act, which amends, alters, or changes existing statutory law, or makes new statutory law or legislative policy. It's the second time a judge in the con- county has reached the same conclusion, which runs counter to other state and federal court decisions, backing the governor's emergency powers. An appeals court quickly stayed the earlier order in June. Wasn't the other one, or would it say that it was the second time a federal court, wasn't the other one Michigan, wasn't it? Well, no, this is in the same county. Oh, okay. So this is still in California. Um, but yes, the governor of Michigan, her powers were also um, castrated. Good. So they Good. were told that she could not, um, she was overreaching her bounds. And she said she didn't care. She said, fuck it, I'm going to yeah. do it anyway. But, but that barber that they were, you know, they're pressing charges on. You know, he got off the hook because of it. Good. Um, Heckman's decision will become final in 10 days unless Newsom's attorneys can raise new challenges. Newsom's administration is evaluating its next steps and strongly disagrees with the orders, of course. Why? Why would they disagree? <laughs> the judge found the California Emergency Services Act itself to be, con- to be constitutional and made it clear that Newsom has the authority necessary in emergencies to suspend statutes and issue orders to pro- protect California, he said in a statement. A lawmaker says this is a victory for separation of powers. 
Um, Newsom has continued to create and change state law without public input and without the deliberative process provided by the legislature. So, yeah, that's a win for the people. Yeah, good. Like I said, good. Um, So to say, so he's not able to enact any of these emergency policies? Or, I mean, how's that going to work? Like, does that roll back everything that he's basically (laughs) claimed? Yeah, it has anything that goes counter to the state constitution. Interesting. So we'll see where that goes. Like you said, it just came out like today, just right. an hour or so ago. So yeah, um, so yeah, that could go somewhere. That could go nowhere. It'll probably end up turning into a Michigan thing where he's like, you know what? Who cares? Screw it. Right. Yeah. Very well. Again, California. What, what blows my mind is with the election. I guarantee you that most of the incumbents that are Democrats are going to be reelected. You think so? Oh, yeah. Somehow people just keep voting for these people, and then they wonder why things don't change. Yeah, but they they think that if they just give them another chance, same with Trump, too. If you just give them another chance, things will be better. Things will be—it'll be better this time, and we just keep reelecting the same people Mm -hmm. with the same ideas and the same stories. And and Same with Biden. I mean, he's been the government for 47 years, and, you know, most of the policies that people don't like, he's responsible for. Yep, yep. So— so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see where that goes, especially after the election. We'll see if it just completely goes away. Right. But yeah. but I I feel like just the statement up from the judge is a win for us. Not necessarily us, but for the people, like especially the people of California. I'd love to hear – I know some of the Lions of Liberty guys are from California and like oh, okay. San Francisco area and <clears> stuff. <throat> so I, And they're always bitching on Facebook about – um, all these like ridiculous policies that Newsom's coming up with. So I it'd be interesting to to get their take on yeah. on um on this this um finding of this judge. I imagine for a libertarian living in California would be hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you punish yourself any harder? Right? Yeah. Why are you not in Wyoming or Montana? Yeah, or like I, I think Maine's really yeah, like almost like anarchy state it's maine or oh, actually hampshire. no it's new hampshire new hampshire, yeah. new hampshire is right. basically like no government yeah <laughs> which would be awesome that would be ideal yeah so more coronavirus stuff um they're still like they're they're still trying to scare us back inside you Doc- know and it's ironic is right before the election is really when they're trying to ramp things up you know? yeah yeah so Dr. Fauci came out and issued a, a new COVID-19 warning, claiming that there's going to be a whole lot of hurt. So, says government's top infectious disease expert, says the U.S. could not be positioned more poorly to stem rising cases. <laughs> but, but you're kind of in charge of all that. Right, yeah, yeah, I get that he, the president has to maybe do what you you suggest, but... I I don't know that I would think that we're the most poorly positioned. Right. Yeah. We'll see what he has to say. Says the United States uh, government's top infectious disease expert is cautioning that the U.S. will have to deal with a whole lot of hurt in the weeks ahead due to surging coronavirus cases. Dr. Anthony Fauci's comments in a Washington Post interview take issue with President Donald Trump's frequent assertion that the nation is rounding the turn on the virus. So Trump's saying, "Hey, we're we're rounding the corner. We're 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 beating this thing." And Fauci's pretty much saying the opposite that right. we couldn't be in a worse spot right now. 
Fauci says the U.S. could not possibly be positioned more poorly. Not possible. Mm. To stem rising cases as more people gather indoors during the colder fall and winter months. He says the U.S. will need to make an abrupt change in public health precautions. So, didn't they want us to all stay indoors? I, I think they do. So now he's saying because we're coming into the colder months with everybody gathering indoors, um, things are going to be worse. And this is why people are, this is bullshit, because they keep changing their policy. Yeah. First it's like, yeah, stay inside, stay away from people, you know, and now he's saying, well, it's going to get worse because people are going to be inside. <laughs> it's like, and like I said, they're making it up on the spot. Oh, they are. It's Absolutely. Just whatever they can say, they're making it up. Yeah. The death toll from COVID-19 passed 230,000 last week as daily new infections hit record highs. More than 98,000 cases were reported on Friday. Hospitalizations are also rising across much of the country. Says Trump has downplayed the data and even alleged without any evidence that many doctors are inflating virus death tolls for profit. Without any evidence, we've seen plenty of reports. I was going to say, wasn't that proven like back in April or yeah, May? Like early on. He says, I mean, Trump says, I mean, our doctors are very, they're very smart people. They're, they're like the, the, the smartest people. So what they do say is, they say, I'm sorry, but everyone dies of COVID. <laughs> he actually said that. It's, I mean, <laughs> What it seems. Yes. How many cases of the normal flu death have you heard of this year? None. None. Because yeah. it's all been COVID. That's, what was it? There was a meme I saw. It said, uh, you know, COVID deaths are up. But good news is no one's died from old age this year. <laughs> or cancer. <laughs> right. or Or plane crashes. Right. They yeah. just die of It's COVID. just COVID. <coughs> Excuse me. He suggests again without evidence that doctors can bill more in that case. Again, we read that article. We read, we, we've seen that. Yeah. Speaking of the risks, Fauci says he believes Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden is taking it seriously from a public health perspective. You think he's taking a political stance here? Yeah, a little bit. While Trump is looking at it from a different perspective. <laughs> okay. So Fauci, who is on the White House Coronavirus Task Force, says that the perspective is the economy and reopening the country. I mean, you've got to take that into account. You have to. Yeah. Yes, people are dying, but if everybody's homeless and can't feed their family because we're in a depression, mm -hmm. that's going to that's yeah. going to affect us as much, if not yeah. more. Well, and didn't Fauci come out and actually say that, you know, like, oh, kids need to go to school this year. It'd be worse for them not to. And I don't that... know what Fauci said. He said we shouldn't wear a mask. Then he said we yeah, should wear a mask. Right. Who knows what Fauci's going to yeah, say this and, week. And I, you know, I know somebody from like a, a care center who says, you know, that people in the care center, is, they're forbidden to see like family members right now. Right. And it's like, you know, these people are 89, 90, 95 years old. Maybe that's what's keeping them alive. I was going to say, it, you know, they don't want to be locked in a home where they can't see anybody. It's yeah. like, you know, every day is a gift. They yeah. want to see people. Yeah, they don't give usually, a shit. Usually when that normal, normalcy, whatever the word is, goes away, that's when they just let go right. and just Absolutely. give up on life because they're not seeing their wife or mm -hmm. they're not seeing their kids. I mean, what else they're really going yeah. for them? And yeah, I mean, you've seen the reports, suicides up, you know, yeah. alcoholism up, you know, yeah. dr drug overdoses up, suicide up. You know, it's like. But none of that matters. Right. None of it matters. 
It's only about what Dr. Fauci says. Right. In response, White House spokesman Judd Deere, that's that's a blah name, that Judd Deere says Trump always puts people's well-being first, saying that Fauci has decided to play politics right before Tuesday's election. Kind of sounds like that. Kind of yeah. sounds like, I mean, they're right. all playing politics. Well, how, how can, yeah, I mean, how can he go like, well, Trump's just, he's, you know, a different angle, he's downplaying, but. Biden's kind of taking it seriously. Biden hasn't given you know? any plan yet. Right, I know. Well, Biden's... we got to vote for him first before yeah. we find out what it is. His plan <laughs> is he's going to pull us out of this. Yeah, that's right. what he said. He's going to he's going to shut down the country for yep. like a month. Yep, maybe two months, and that's his plan. So, Deere says Fauci has a duty to express concerns or push for a change in strategy, but instead is choosing to criticize the president in the media and make his political leanings known. Fauci has said that in his decades of public service, he has never publicly endorsed any political candidate. What are you doing here, though? It sounded like he just did, didn't it? Yeah. Fauci once briefed Trump on the virus almost daily, but said the president no longer seeks his advice. <laughs> well, you change it daily, though. Right, so I know. It's like, no, today we're going to wear masks. Tomorrow, yeah. not so right. much masks. Yeah. In mid-October, during a telephone conference call, Trump called Fauci a disaster. Mm -mm. And that's the end of the article. That was the last sentence. They had really? to throw that, wow. they had to throw that out there. Wow, kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Why? Why did he call him a disaster? <laughs> Fauci guy, Tune in next week to Boom. hear why Fauci's a disaster. <laughs> so, I mean, this, this ain't anything new to us. No. Like we said, he's been changing his stance forever. And they're all playing politics. Obviously, Trump's just saying what you want to hear right. to elect him. And Biden's doing saying nothing, basically, right. but saying, hey, I'm going to right. beat Trump's virus yeah. here. Right. All he's saying is Trump did a really bad job. I'm going to do a lot better job. I'll tell you how when you elect me. Yeah. Tune in after the election, and I will give you this. It, it And it's kind of like Trump. He... He has basically said that he'll release the rest of the JFK files if he's re-elected. Re oh, yeah, right. It's like, dude, I would, I would probably <laughs> vote for you if you just, just release him now, and I'll right. probably vote for you. I want to hear that shit, but, but to hold it like for ransom, it's like, come on, yeah. But I, I don't think Biden has a clear plan. No, his plan is to turn around the virus, not turn around the economy. Is basically yeah. what he came out and said this week, and it's just like, well, how are you going to do that though? Right. Like, what's your strategy? Yeah, well, I mean, Europe is going, I mean, within what they, by the end of the week, they're going into almost total lockdown again. Again? Yes. So they're, uh, England is going into lockdown, France's, um, uh, Italy is, they're going to impose like really serious um, um, uh, curfews. You know, they're closing down bars and restaurants. Oh, I mean, it's like, you know. It's, is it spiking there, or are they just it, afraid it, that it's They say spike? it's spiking, yeah, and so that's kind of why they're they're making these moves. <laughs> so I, I imagine Biden's plan is similar. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. And you think people are depressed now. You think pe the suicide's up now. Shut them indoors without mm -hmm. contact oh, with yeah. their family Especially during the, the holidays. Time? During the oh, holiday yeah. season, yep. Yep. if you're not allowed to see your family. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Especially a lot of times this people don't see their family except on the holidays. Right. So. Let, let's let's make it so, hey, uh, you're not going to be allowed to go see your family, oh, see yeah. your kids that you haven't seen in six, eight months. Yeah, let, let's see where that goes for people's morale. Let's see where that goes for for people's uh, mental health. 
Yeah. It's going to be a disaster. Absolutely. Mental health goes through the floor during the winter months as is. Mm-hmm. So let's just impose these lockdowns. Yes, virus is bad. Yes, there's the health concerns there, but there's also mental health concerns that you have to take into effect. Yeah. And if you're locking people up in their in their homes and not letting them go about normal life and, and you're not even like giving them a glimpse of hope for mm-hmm. a normal life because what was it? Fauci's like, hey, this is going to push into 21, 22. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and he's even came out and said, well, even when there is a vaccine, you really need to social distance and wear a mask. Yeah. So there's there's no glimpse of hope at no. sight here. It's no. just like, you know what? Hunker down, buckle up because this ain't ending anytime soon. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Turn your damn TV off. Mm-hmm. Go outside. Get some fresh air while you still can, I guess. Right. And just freaking live your life. If you want to wear a mask. Cool. That's on you. Right. If you want to social distance, great. If you want to wash your hands, you should have been doing that anyway. And if you haven't, ew. That's, that's kind of gross. It shouldn't take a pandemic to get you to wash your hands after yeah. you go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. They've been teaching us this since kindergarten. At least I hope. I don't know. With Common Core, do they still teach you how to wash your hands? <laughs> you know, hands? that might be against Common Core. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure really what they teach anymore. But like I said, it, individual choice. If like you said, your in-laws and your family aren't doing Christmas and stuff this year. Right. Sure, that's your choice. But when you're just telling people, hey, we you can't do right. anything we, normal. We don't want you to do this. Nothing normal is allowed. Like, it's illegal to be normal because of this new normal scenario. Right. Yeah. I mean, I see if this continues this direction, suicide rates are going to dramatically spike oh, yeah. over the winter months. Way more than they did in the summer months. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway. Do enough. you think that there will be another, well, I mean, if if Biden tries to do a lockdown again, there will be another run on toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've already gone out and um, oh, bought have a couple you? packs because yeah. I, I see it coming. I see the yeah. writing on the wall. Right. Um, yeah, people are, people are saying you should probably get out and um, – not necessarily go insane, but right. the insanity is coming back. So if you are if you're not still stocked up from last time, maybe maybe it's time to like start Pick building up, up your food stock, building up your toilet paper stock, building up your ammo stock, like we said earlier. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's never a bad idea to just have a little extra on hand. There's there's no yeah. reason um for you to just <laughs> go week by week with what you have, you should always have a little extra on right. hand just in case something like this happens. Well, and one of the things I've heard, this isn't COVID-related, but that, uh, you know, some of the groups, you know, like Black Lives Matter, Antifa and stuff, if if the election, you know, is like, you know, drawing out and it looks bad for them, that, you know, one of the plans is that to cut off supply lines, you know, so trucks can't get to stores to deliver supplies and stuff. Wow, never thought of that. Yeah. That would not surprise me at all. Yeah, and that's how. I mean, you could, you could easily take over. Oh yeah, a good chunk of an area just by cutting off supply lines. Oh yeah, that's insurgency one hundred and one. Yeah, that's straight up warfare there, like guerrilla warfare there. So that's a scary thought, but we're not here to scare you. I guess (laughs) that's what we said tonight is not our scare you episode. Next week, just plan ahead. All I'm saying, next week, don't freak out about COVID. Right. Just be smart about it. Don't freak out about this election. Be smart. Have a plan. Have have a plan for if things do go bad. Yeah. Have a plan. Just to remember, have some extra stuff. it's 2020. 
Anything could happen. Eddie Van Halen's dead. Sean Connery's dead. Just be prepared for anything. Anything can happen. Exactly. Oh, oh, man. Let's keep going. I'll let you plug your phone in first. There you go. Let's push. So, Brianna Taylor's story is back in the news again. Yes. Because the police officer that um, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend shot, and if you don't remember who Brianna Taylor was, we did a kind of a whole episode on it with John Odermatt of the Lines of Liberty podcast. She was the one that they did the no-knock raid, or supposedly they did knock. It went, goes back and forth. Well, they did have a no-knock warrant, but they didn't have a no-knock warrant. They did knock, but they didn't hear it. Right. They, they broke in the door. He shot first, but he didn't shoot first. Right. It's all speculative. They haven't come up with anything yet. No. But the police officer that he shot is now suing Brianna Taylor's boyfriend that shot at him. Right. So, yeah, that's breaking uh, the house. It's a twist. The funny thing is, the boyfriend can't sue the police officer right. because of qualified immunity and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They can sue the city and the taxpayers. Will right. pay for it, but they, they can't sue Did, the police officer. But the police officer can sue the guy that right shot him. Shot him. Yeah, uh, that's it's messed up. It is now. Brianna Taylor's family. I don't remember. Did they get a nice settlement? I I think they ended up winning in court. I can't remember exactly. Maybe okay. it'll say in this. But I'm gonna read this article. This is from BBC.com. So let me pull this up. It says Brianna Taylor, police officer sues shot black woman's boyfriend. It says a police officer involved in the fatal shooting of black woman Brianna Taylor. I don't know why they keep saying black woman Brianna. I, I, know. I get it's that like, you're trying we, we to know bring race is. into it. Brianna Taylor has sued her boyfriend for emotional distress. You oh shot. You killed my fucking girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, right. But you have emotional distress, assault, and battery. Jonathan Mattingly was one of three officers who took part in a raid on Miss Taylor's home in Kentucky in March. Boyfriend Kenneth Walker said he feared there were intruders and allegedly fired a shot injuring Mr. Mattingly. But again, we, we've stated before, if, in fact, he didn't know his police and was afraid someone was breaking in. Right. This is a stand-your-ground state. They have stand-your-ground laws here. Right. Um, where where you can shoot somebody that's breaking into your house. Right. Says Mr. Walker's lawyer contemned the civil lawsuit as baseless. Um, Ms. Taylor's death has been one of a number of incidents that have spurred protests in the U.S. and around the world by Black Lives Matter movement amid wider calls for police reform. The incident took place in March during a nighttime drug raid by police on an apartment in Louisville, Kentucky, where Ms. Taylor was staying with Mr. Walker. In an interview with the police, Mr. Walker said he believed at the time that Ms. Taylor's ex-boyfriend, Jamarcus Glover, had broken in, according to New York Times. So he thought it was her ex that was she was supposedly stashing drugs for, according oh, okay. to the cops. He thought that that was the guy that broke in. Gotcha. So it's, uh, here's, here's the answer to the question. Ms. Taylor's family sued Louisville authorities in May and reached a $12 million settlement. The taxpayers are paying for that, not oh, the police officers, yeah. not not the individuals. It's right. the taxpayers. Yes. What does the latest lawsuit say? 
In a statement, Mr. Mattingly's lawyer alleged that his gunshot wound nearly killed him. Wasn't he shot in the leg? I think so. And as a result, he was entitled to and should use the legal process to seek a remedy for the injury that Mr. Walker caused. <laughs> Mr. Mattingly is one of three Louisville Metropolitan Police officers involved in the death. Yeah, we just read that. One officer has been indicted and fired from the police force. That was the one that just blindly shot through the window and shot through, like, the apartment into the next apartment. He was the only one fired. Yeah. Um, a grand jury was not given the opportunity to consider homicide charges against the men, according to an anonymous jur juror. So they weren't even given the, the opportunity to bring hmm. homicide charges against the police officers. Interesting. Walker was initially... Arrested and charged with attempted murder, but the suit was later dropped. He is currently suing Louisville police and seeking immunity from prosecution under a Kentucky stand-your-ground law. The controversial legislation grants people the right to defend themselves with lethal force if necessary if they believe they are under the threat of bodily harm or death. If Kenny can be sued for defending himself, by no mistake, all lawful gun owners' rights are at risk. And that should scare everyone, his lawyer told Louisville hmm. uh, Courier Journal newspaper. So he's saying if um, he can be sued by the police officer, then all gun owners' rights are at right. risk. All the stand-your-ground laws are at risk. Right. So then it goes into the story. We all know the story. Mm -hmm. So all that to say, this police officer wants his fair share because of emotional distress Right. And because of assault and battery is what he called it. Uh, what do you think? I mean, do you think do you think he has the right to sue? No, I don't. I mean, you're a police officer. You understand the risk. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't get to come back and be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I got shot on the job. Right. You know, I didn't I, I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So In a no, a no knock raid where. Yeah. There might be dangerous criminals right. in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would be curious to see what president is going forward. You know, if there's been other cases of no knock, you know, I know there's been cops that have been killed during these things. You know, I wonder if any of them have sued. You know, I I don't I, know. I'd have to look at it. Uh, but again, it comes back to, yes, uh, the family of Breonna Taylor got a settlement, but they weren't able to sue the officers. No, I agree. Because yeah. they are completely protected. Right. Yeah. And that comes back to when we talked with. Uh, John Odermatt about this case specifically that we we need to end those right that because qualified immunity yeah because that would hold yeah. police officers themselves accountable not right there's no reason they, why taxpayers should be have to pay a twelve million dollar bill for and that might something. make them stop and think about what they're doing mm -hmm. before they do it like well right. this shit could possibly bankrupt right. me yeah but that's where we are um he he's okay bankrupting this individual who also lost his girlfriend and all right. of this yeah but on the flip side um nothing nothing personally is going to happen to him minus the the hole in his oh, the gaping hole in his leg I, i'm sure he'll be getting some death threats in the mail oh and yeah stuff absolutely. like that so not saying send death threats to this guy in the mail <laughs> no definitely not we're not calling for that but yeah it's just it's just kind of a, a screwed up situation and yeah. i do believe Police for reform needs to be done. Oh, I, I believe that police militarization has gotten out of hand. I do yeah. believe that people aren't being held accountable. Do I believe in all this nonsense of defunding police completely right. or all this other stuff that um, groups such as Black Lives Matter are pushing for and just like 
disbanding police? Right. No, no, I don't believe right. that. But maybe it's scale backs up. on the tanks. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of the tanks and like the the nukes and rocket launchers right. and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, but I don't need that. but yeah. Anyway, anything else do you think we need to talk about in this Brianna Taylor thing? No, I don't think so. Like you said, we covered it pretty good with John. Yeah. So yeah, go um, back and watch that episode. Yeah. Um. With John Oder, Matt, and you'll get more information if yeah. if you live in a under a rock and don't know anything about this yeah. story. So this is just a new development added on to that story that we felt like we should mention. Yep. Otherwise, election stuff. I yeah. mean, again, we're not going to just tear into each of the the politicians that are up for yeah for you know, this thing. You know who they are. You yeah. know what they do. You know what they stand for, or don't stand for, or smell or don't smell. Yeah, and obviously, you know, with the flies, pens must smell. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, but we do have these people groups in America, like this one is Vietnamese Americans are divided over Trump. Then we have an article about Indian Americans, which I'll need to find that one because it disappeared on me. Um, and just kind of their stance, just these different um, uh, minority stances in during this election time. You know, and, one thing I've noticed, you know, since we've been doing this, subscribing to all these different news channels and stuff. Yeah. And um, Al Jazeera, um, Africans, like actual like Africans, love Trump. Really? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. They are always like coming out and like you know just you know Trump's the best president ever. You know, I mean, they just are are Why? all about it. I, I don't know. Uh, my guess is because I mean, Africa is typically very conservative, yeah. you know, religiously, and so that's the only thing I can think of. But uh, it really pisses off a lot of the Middle Eastern people. On Al Jazeera. Yeah, I imagine. So they'll they'll mention something. And be like, does anybody except for Africans have anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not racist at all. I know. <laughs> so Vietnamese, apparently, Vietnamese Americans are divided over Trump, according to, again, Al Jazeera. We need to, maybe we need to branch out a little more on our sources. Cause we, well, I, I try to do BBC and Al Jazeera as far as, like, the left side of things, yeah. you know, because well, they tend to lean that way a little bit more. It's also, like, an outside look into our country. Right, so yeah. nice. MSNBC just gives me a headache. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and CNN. Yes. So it says how the legacy of the Vietnam War is shaping many Vietnamese Americans' picks in the upcoming election. Really? Do they realize the Vietnam War ended like 50 years ago? Just, just wondering. Somehow it's still influencing this election, but we'll see why. In the days leading up to the fall of Saigon in April 30th, 1975, when communist North Vietnamese forces captured South Vietnam, marking the end of the Vietnam War, and in the weeks and years following that day, around 800,000 Vietnamese left their homes and fled on rickety fishing boats. That's all. That's rough. That is. That really is. Among those who did not manage to flee, hundreds of, hundreds of thousands who were aligned with the former South Vietnamese government and army, on whose side the U.S. had fought during the war, were captured. It says, they became prisoners in the communist re-education camps where they faced torture, severe malnutrition, and death. Today, close to 2 million Vietnamese Americans, former refugees, and other descendants live in the U.S. They are the fourth largest Asian American population in the country. In the years since the end of the Vietnam War, Vietnamese Americans, particularly older generation, have typically aligned themselves with the Republican Party, 
because of the GOP's fervent anti-communist stance dating back to the war. Hmm. Many say they will vote for U.S. President Donald Trump in the election, and Asian and Pacific Islander American vote polls show that Vietnamese Americans are the only major major Asian ethnic group that has not favorably that has a net favorability rating for the U.S. President Donald Trump. For the past several weeks, Vietnamese Americans have gathered across the U.S. to show their support for Trump, including the large groups who traveled in caravans to Washington, D.C. in October to rally in front of the White House and the Supreme Court. Um, it says, But there is a growing political divide between younger and older generation of Vietnamese Americans. Gee, I wonder why. Because... The younger are detached from right. this communist regime exactly. of Vietnam. Right. They didn't live through that. They didn't go through that. They didn't live through that. So, yes, there's going to be a divide. It's kind of like any generational divide we have now. Like you look at like um, the greatest generation, the World War II right. generation, versus just like baby boomers. Right. Complete divide oh, there. Yeah. Right. Says the grassroots progressive Vietnamese American organization, also known as Pivot, was founded against the backdrop of the 2016 presidential election. Its members and hundreds of volunteers are actively campaigning for Joe Biden. It has invested heavily in Vietnamese language, digital, TV, and print ads and create Viet Fact, Viet Fact Check, which has been dispelling misinformation throughout the election. Is it dispelling misinformation or just censoring the information they don't want to hear? Exactly. According to Hugh Lee, a Pivot board member, Vietnamese American support for Trump is greater now than it was in 2016. So it's greater, but it's split. Right. They have fact checkers. They're 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 pushing for Biden. Where's this going? Like. Right. Right. Despite its harsh anti-immigration policies targeting Vietnamese communities, he's been able to recapture support within the Vietnamese American community and increased its support this year to 48%, a 16% increase from 2016. So a lot of the younger generation are splitting off, but there's a much larger percent that are still pro-Trump. Says a large part of this has been his rhetoric and anti-communist tough on China message that resonates with a conservative community that views communism and China, Chinese imperialism with great disdain. I can't imagine why former Vietnamese right. would be against communism in China because a lot of this is why they're here in the first place. Right. A lot of this. They, they probably, a lot of the older generation probably saw a lot of their relatives going through the, the, the re-education um, camps right. and being killed mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And for some reason, we can't figure out why they would be against communism. <laughs> right, yeah. And it doesn't help that all Trump does is yell communism oh, and yeah. yell China and yell communist China over and over and over. So, yeah, they'd be all about that. Oh, yeah. One of the most contentious issues within the Vietnamese American community is the mistaken belief that as a Senator Biden opposed accepting Vietnamese refugees after the war. In October, Biden addressed this misconception in an op-ed in a popular Vietnamese language newspaper. 
But for many Vietnamese, do you think Biden addressed that and then they translated no. it? Or you think he just had somebody I, write I something? I think somebody said, we need to address this. Yeah, and let's write this. But for many Vietnamese, that will, know, that will not be enough to change their opinion. Here, Vietnamese Americans explain who they will be voting for and why. Matthew Truong says, he's 53, he says, we don't want the U.S. to be a communist country. Okay. Says he arrived in the U.S. alone as a 12-year-old boat refugee in 1980 with two sets of clothes and two words of English. His family later joined him in the U.S. Um, so he says, we look at Biden and particularly Harris. Actually, she is a lot more left than Bernie Sanders. And if Bernie Sanders is progressive socialist, a Democrat, a Democratic whatever the terms you want to use, she is to the left of that. Therefore, she's leaning towards communism. We escaped from communism. We lost Vietnamese to communists. We escaped from it as boat people. We arrived here and rebuilt our lives. We knew communism, us Vietnamese, and so therefore we do not want the United States to be a communist country. So that's his opinion. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. Kim Ha Lee, 71, and her son, Bin Lee, who is 30, say character is very important. So what is it? Says, after multiple attempts, she, her husband managed to flee Vietnam on a boat in 1981, but she stayed behind to raise her three sons. Despite initially losing her job because she was the daughter of the former deputy mayor of Saigon, Lee managed to find work as a high school teacher. In 1990, after her husband had received his permanent residency, she and her sons were able to immigrate to the U.S. She comes from a political family, believes it's important to be involved in activism, a value she has passed down to her son. Her son, who was born in the U.S. and is now 30, first volunteered with former President Barack Obama's campaign while he was still in high school. During this election, mother and son are helping to organize rallies of Vietnamese-American Biden supporters. Lee believes that character and compassion are on the ballot this year. But do you think Biden's all about character and compassion, or he's just lip service saying what he needs to say? Yeah, it's lip service. I think they're both lip service. Yeah. But Biden's lip service is a little bit more, like, well, compassionate than Trump's say, it, in your face. Dan. obvious that, yeah, Trump has no he, – he has very little compassion. You know, he wears his, his – attitude on his sleeve yeah you know so that's something that biden can leverage yeah like, oh well i'm the compassionate guy yeah. you know I'll, I'll look out for you you know trump he doesn't have any of that yeah so it's just uh it's something he can leverage against yeah. him so all this to say the vietnamese americans are probably just as equally divided as the rest of the country half of them are saying hey we don't want communism half of them are saying hey this guy's scummy and we want this nice guy uncle joe type um, that's got a little more compassion, and that's that's where we are. I mean, that's the rest of the country too. So it's not really saying much different right. than the rest of the country. Yeah. It follows suit with us, right? With us, us poor white people too. Um, so yeah, the Vietnamese. Yeah, but I they have more reason to be scared of communism. I think they do. Than, yeah, and the same thing with people that come from Cuba. You know, right. that grew up on you know are are familiar with you know Castro and. And, you know, Shay and, and everything, you know, they're, yeah. they're more, you know, I think Cuba communities down in like Florida, they're much more leaning GOP than they are Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. Because they saw it firsthand. Mm -hmm. They see where it goes. And 
the people here that are screaming for like democratic socialism, they haven't seen actually what it looks like in person. Right. Yeah. They they're thinking, you know, that it's like, you know, what Switzerland, Sweden, yeah. you know, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. But so and I I'm curious, you know, what a you know, a Cuban American would, would think that lived through that. Right. Seeing a young college kid wearing like a Che oh T shirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I mean it's yeah. like, you know, being Jewish and seeing somebody wearing a Hitler T shirt. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't really think on that side of the spectrum. If you see somebody mm. wearing a Hitler T-shirt or throwing up the OK sign even, right. um, we're straight-up Nazis or what have you, but people walking around in a freaking chase shirt because, oh, power to the people. Right. But they right. don't talk about how many people died in the process mm. at the hands of freaking Che right. or at the hands of— um, Castro or and and I mean talk about racist and and homophobe right that was Shea I mean that's what he did well communism was like straight up anti homosexual Mm -hmm. like all the communist nations basically I mean you look at Russia you know and I mean they're still very you know anti-communist you know what they were throwing anti-homosexual not yes I'm sorry yes and uh, you know throwing homosexuals off of rooftops you know (laughs) so yeah but then um, you get people like and this has been years ago. People like who's the who's the guy that did the movie Milk? Oh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Yes. yes, he after the movie Milk, which is based on like the first openly gay like congressman or something. Harvey Milk was that his right. name? Yeah. During his like acceptance or award speech or what have you, he was like praising Fidel Castro and he was praising the Venezuelan dictator. Yeah, I, and I don't remember what his name was. He he was uh, he he was an equivalent to Fidel Castro. Hugo Chavez. That's it. Yes, yeah. and they they were all completely anti-homosexual. Mm-hmm. And in your movie where you're promoting this, you're praising these communist dictators who right. are completely against what you're saying, yeah. and they throw them in prison or throw them off the roof or sentence them to death and what have you. But there's just no common sense there. No, there's. And not. then you probably get people like you were saying from Cuba, Cuban Americans, or. Venezuelan immigrants that are just watching this, like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? Yeah, yeah. So there's just no common sense on either side, in my opinion. So that's where we are. We did have an article about the Indian Americans. I don't have it pulled up. Was can do you have it pulled up? You can just go through it. Let me see. My phone's been dumb. Let me see if it'll let me pull it up. Uh, how will Indian Americans vote? On November 3rd. So this is old news by the time you hear it. But that's all right. Let's see how the Indian Americans are leaning. Because, again, the rest of us are completely split down the middle. So it's, it is interesting to see how some of these immigrants or yeah. It'd be interesting to see how um, American Indians are voting too. I don't know if you know any much about that. I yeah, mean, they're they're split as well, actually. Yeah. So, um, because uh, Trump has really sent, he's done a lot of bills this last year to try to help out Native Americans oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff. There's that like, right? The missing and murdered bills, like yeah, cold case bills and stuff. Yep. There's that, and then there is um, there's one for health care, right. and uh, one that designated like um, certain um. Uh, territory back over to oh, Native Americans yep. and stuff, but he didn't earn any goodwill with the uh, Mount Rushmore stunt <laughs> right, on right. July Fourth. So um, they are they're completely torn. Yeah, 
and the Native American communities have been hit really hard by COVID. Yeah, and so sure. they, a lot of blame there. So this isn't those Indians. This is the India Indians, like the Southern Asian Indians. This says, how will Indian Americans vote November 3rd? South Asian Americans are now more visible on the political stage than ever before, but their loyalties remain diverse. So again, it's just saying we're split. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We're split on this fact. Here's a picture of India's prime minister hugging Donald Trump, and he looks a bit awkward. Like his hands are like this. Like I don't know what to do. Do do we? Uh, do, do I do I touch him? We don't do this in India. Yeah. So says India's prime minister. Okay, that's the subtitle. So South South Asian Americans are one of the fastest growing Im immigrant groups in the United States, and their participation in politics has increased significantly in recent years. Bobby Jindal served as the governor of Louisiana from 08 to 2016, and Nikki Haley was Trump's oh, yeah. first choice for the role as U.S. ambassador to the U.N. nation. I remember United both nations. of them. I like both of them. Yeah. Huma Abedin was Hillary Clinton's right hand. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I remember Ugh. She was married to Anthony Weiner. Yeah, freaking Anthony Weiner. Um, Her, what was it? Carlos Danger? Was that his... Uh... <laughs> Something Danger. Yeah. <laughs> And Saqib Ali served as state delegate in Maryland when Obama was president. So I was just going to say all these different Indian people that did different things for different people on different <laughs> sides. So I'm going to skip past that. Didn't Kumar? Uh, Kumar. Oh, yes. Uh, what was that guy's name? I can't think of it. Yeah. But yeah, Kumar was his like foreign relations, yeah, yeah. Indian-American relations person or Muslim-American relations. Yeah. yeah says, while South Asian Americans are now more visible, we already read that, their loyalties remain diverse, resisting easy classifications. Well, stop trying to classify them. That's the problem with all of these groups. Is they uh, try to, to classify. They try to class African Americans as all Democrats. And right. then when, when some of them come out against it, they're just deemed like self-hating racists or... Um, Uncle Tom's or what mm -hmm. have you. Yep. Stop trying to classify yeah. people. It's just at its finest. That's racism, in right. my opinion, yeah. by saying, "Well, these are Indian Americans, so they're obviously going to vote this way." That's that's racist. That's right. yeah, what stereotyping or or whatever. Recent polls have shown that while most Indian Americans will vote blue in the upcoming election, twenty eight percent gravitate towards Trump, a notable jump from the sixteen percent that voted red in the last election. Despite Trump's hostile rhetoric towards minority communities and immigrants, hostile, the support he continues to receive from a, a significant percentage of Indian Americans is not surprising. So if Trump is so hostile towards immigration, towards immigrants, we've read that there's a good chunk of Vietnamese Americans that are still voting right. for him. And now there's a larger chunk of Indian Americans that are still voting for yeah. him. And these are freaking brown people, not to sound racist, but these are the people yeah. that everyone's like, oh, Trump just hates brown people. Right, yeah. I mean, yes, they're not Muslim. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think there is Muslim community in there. India, there is, yeah. Muslim population, but yeah. for the most part. They're Hindu. Yeah. But still, do you think Donald Trump knows the difference <laughs> in reality? No, I don't think no, he does. I, they're, they're just the brown people. The brown people are my favorite of all the people. I, I love going to 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Unlike South Asian Americans who come from Muslim countries, Indian Americans, especially those who are not Sikh or Muslims, have not been subjected to the same level of racialized surveillance as part of the U.S. government's on 
ongoing global war on terrorism. While Indian Americans have certainly faced racism, their roots in secular India afforded them a level of acceptance in America that Muslims fundamentally lack. As a res result, while most Muslim Americans oppose Trump for his pernicious Islamophobia, okay, Hindu Indian Americans are more open to pledging their support to him. Well, they just don't understand because they're not... Is, uh, Muslim, so they don't face his right. pernicious Islamophobia. <laughs> yeah, and, well, and there's a lot of there's a lot of um, uh, discrimination against Muslims in India. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. Trump, after all, has pandered to the Indian American vote, forming a close political friendship with the Indian Prime Minister. So that's pandering because he he <laughs> right, formed yeah. a right. Alliance. That's not politics at all. No. Modi has built his entire political career on the basis of Hindu nationalism also known as Hindutva. Mm, all right, that's cool. <laughs> An exclusionary ideology that asserts India is a homeland pr principally for Hindus and consequently denigrates marginalized religious groups, ethnicities, and castes. As you were saying, they're like pretty much anti-Muslim. Right. And a lot of that kind of pushes back towards the French story we did last year. It, are they... More anti-Muslim because they want to be primarily Hindu or primarily secular, or are they pushing against it because of the the radicalization that's right. like them coming in and like doing stuff like what happened in France last week? Right. Because yeah. there's two sides to any coin. It's just like if they're coming over and trying to completely change a system, then I could see them wanting to be more nationalized and wanting to push – the way of their life harder. But if it's just like, no, you're freaking Muslim, we don't want you, then that's obviously racism. Right. But it says, earlier Trump embarked on a two-day visit to India. We're going to have to cut a lot out because we're at an hour and five already. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, it says, Modi was reelected as prime minister by stoking nationalist sentiments, threatening war with Pakistan, and revoking the semi-autonomous state of Kashmir um, which its inhabitants consider to be under military occupation. That same year, Trump welcomed Modi in a Houston stadium, drawing 50,000 Indian Americans in a Ooh. rapturous support. So basically it's saying Modi and Trump are one and the same because right. they're nationalized. Right. Um, they d don't like immigrants. Yeah. They're Islamophobes and all that fun it's stuff. the equivalent of Hitler and Mussolini. Yes. While Trump and Modi's diplomatic friendship is now at the center of U.S.-India relations, uh, support for Hindu nationalism and normalization of its adherent adherence in U.S. politics is not limited to conservative, conservative circles. Liberal politicians from the Democrat Party who claimed to champion democratic values, <laughs> inclusion, and multiculturalism, you can tell this is one-sided, Oh, yeah. Also have deep ties with Modi, but that's not pandering. No, no. It's only pandering if it's the other right, side. Yeah. It's not pandering if it's this side, right? Which is reinforced by the network of Indian American organizations that support him. Yeah. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, widely celebrated as the antidote to Trump, or viewed as the lesser evil in yet another election that fails to offer new options for American voters may not appear to be as enthusiastic in cooperating with the Indian prime minister as his conservative opponent. But Trump was not the first president to honor Modi 
with an invitation to the White House. So this just goes back and forth, right. talking about yeah. how Barack Obama welcomed him um, with Vice President Biden at the time. It was a full fanfare, it says. Ooh, a full? Including a visit to the MLK Jr. Memorial and a lunch prepared by an Indian-American chef. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder if that tasted anything like real Indian food. So I could see um, Trump having like a Chinese diplomat <laughs> over it and being like, I'm going to take you to the best Chinese restaurant in all of America. You're going to love it. Panda they got French Express. fries to die for. <laughs> Have you ever been to Panda Express? Yeah, it's right. amazing. <laughs> so again, divided. You get two meats. Two meats. <laughs> I can see how this is a very one-sided article because, like I said, with Trump, yeah, it's pandering, but right. with Obama, it's just like... Is this one uh, Al Jazeera as well? This was... Yes, yes. Yeah, this there was. you go. So... There's all that stupidity. This is why we didn't want to get into politics. Because, hey, guess what? It's divided. It's a divided country. Right, yeah. yeah. And it shouldn't even just be divided into two people. It should be whatever you choose, whatever you want. Whether it's yeah. whether it's Trump, whether it's Biden, whether it's Joe Jorgensen, whether it's freaking... No. I don't care. Who else is running? Uh, Kanye it's, West? Yeah, Kanye. Um, I mean, we saw, or there was an article a couple weeks ago that said there's over 120 people running for uh, president. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you could have 120 people on a ballot. Well, right in. Now, I do, know, I do know that Kanye is on the Iowa ballot. Oh, really? Yeah, I really? talked to someone tonight, and he's like, yeah, did you know Kanye is on the ballot? I'm like, oh, I'm, but, okay. It's a possibility. <laughs> cool. Well, that's about all the time we have this first hour. We want to get back for the second hour where we can just bullshit and poke yes. fun at the ignorance of this week of the United States. And so um, I think we're just going to roll right into this break and come back unless you have anything else you want to talk about. I think we covered it all. All right. Just a few stories that we went, wanted to share. Um, so, I mean, stuff still is happening even though – Right. The elections are going on. There is still stuff going on. So, but we're just going to roll right into this break and then we'll be back and we will just have a little bit of fun with this. So, we'll see you in just a few minutes. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi. I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are, go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remso W. Martinez, at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together.
right, here we are. You're back. We are back. Day after day after the election. We'll just say that. We'll just pretend like it's the day after the election. Here okay. we are. Day after the election. I do want to say, and I meant to say this in the intro, and I forgot. I made a big step. I took a big step personally this week. Okay. Because all my life, since I've been voter age, I've been registered as a Republican. Mm-hmm. And throughout this last four years, I've kind of inched my way away from the uh, Republican Party because, or maybe it inched away from me. I don't know. Or maybe I just got tired of the bullshit. Yeah. So I took the step, went and updated my voter registration, and changed it from Republican Party. What do you think I changed it to? Libertarian? No. I changed it to nothing. No party. Because... I don't want to be labeled as a freaking party. I want to okay. vote for myself. I want yeah. to vote my brain. And I almost did. I almost clicked Libertarian Party. I was like, you yeah. know what? Fuck you, too. You don't just deserve my vote just yeah. because certain people in the Libertarian Party, like Spike Cohen or Joe Jorgensen or whoever, are are, are saying all the right things and yeah. stuff. But that doesn't mean I'm just going to blindly subscribe to a party just because— I kind of stand for something that I mean. That's why I blindly subscribed to the Republican Party for yeah. years, and that just went off the rails fast. Right. Yeah. So I, for the very first time in my life, clicked no party. Yep. None of you get my absolute dead on freaking commitments. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm going to look at what I see as is important, and if you match that the most, that's who I'm going to vote for. I'm I'm going to think for myself. Yep. None of the parties get my subscription right now. I, I had been uh, labeled a Libertarian Party for the last uh, two elections. Oh, you, you and have? I, I was, and and um, I'm I'm not listed as anything either. You're just so, no party. Yes. Okay, so we're both in the so, same boat. But but you came out last week and you fervently supported Spike. Yep. And Joe. So I I'm going to come out this week and I am going to tell you I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. You are going to vote. I Donald am. Trump. I I don't like the guy. Okay. But my reasoning is this. Fuck the media. Right. Fuck social media and and the celebrities in Hollywood and big tech for trying to manipulate elections. Sure. And make people vote the way they want, giving information that they want to give them. Right. And that's why. And that that's your choice. That's Yeah. Last time I I got shit especially from my brother for voting Donald Trump. I'll admit I voted yeah. for Donald Trump last time. Because I freaking hated Hillary that right, much. Right. I hated the Clintons that much. Yeah. And it was the same shit show. And this this time I'm just like, you know, I just want something different. Yeah. And see, and I, I did not vote for him last time. I voted for Gary Johnson. Yeah. That's funny. And, we're like we're like flopping. <laughs> I know, we're, I know. Flipping, and, and this time I just uh, you know, I just think there's so much shenanigans the Democrats are trying to pull. And again, I just hate the way the media is trying to manipulate everything yeah. that I'm just We've said for freaking Months now that that it's just blatant lies against. It is. Yeah. I, Trump's a, not a good human being. I don't He's think, not. and I don't think his policies are great. And yeah. I think a lot of his promises to drain the swamp and like get us out of the freaking national debt and all this stuff, it's just fallen short. Yeah. However, all this bullshit that he's like Adolf Hitler, that he's like a fucking racist, right. and, um, all this stuff, it's just been. Like proven blatant lies, but nobody right. nobody wants to no actually look at the evidence of it. Yeah, and, and so I and, I can see where you're yeah. going, but and, and I, I do hate that he has gotten the debt as high as it has. But right, I, I mean that that makes me sick. 
It yeah. just does. But um, but on, on the other side, I just feel like the other issues are more important. Right. So. Well, that is your choice. Um, send your hate mail to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it, it's. I think a lot. I think our listeners are either torn between um, Trump or right. or the Libertarian Party. I don't. I mean, if there is Biden supporters out there listening to us, let us know and yeah, um, let right. us know why. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk with anybody. I, I say that all the absolutely. time. I, I will have a conversation with anybody. Oh, and absolutely. If, I don't have a problem if you have something that's going to change my mind. I just don't see anything that's going to change yeah. my mind. And, and, well, and not even trying to change your mind. It would just be nice to know to know why, other than the fact that he's not Donald Trump. Right. right. Yep. Yep. And that seems to be primarily the reason why people are voting for Biden is because of that. I do want to play this little clip because this goes right kind of along with what you were saying. Um, so I want to play this. Sorry, wrong screen. Before we get into the rest of it. So this is all Hollywood's famous rhetoric about Donald Trump. This is all the intelligence of um, why they're against Donald Trump or their their political stance. This sums it up right here. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. Woo! That's it. That's my hero. That's it right there. Standing ovation. Watch. Oh, look at that guy. Look how happy he is. He's really excited. He's just like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that thing that everybody's been saying for years. And an entire room of actors in Hollywood. That's uh, that's amazing to me that no somebody would be that brave to say that. Fuck Trump. Oh, more, more cheers. Hate the guy. Love the guy. That's just freaking absolutely... Oh shit, what just happened? Uh, I accidentally... There we go. That's just, there's no freaking intelligence there. There's no yeah. reasoning there. And you see it all over their face. It's like, oh my gosh, right. you're so brave for I know, saying right. this. He's saying it again in a room full of actors, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say this, and it's going to come as a shock to you. I mean, are you guys ready for this? Fuck Trump. Oh my gosh, yeah, that, right. that, can you believe he said that? Yeah. It's like I'm. I'm gonna go to a Giants game. Get ready. I'm gonna cheer for the Giants. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But that's that's 2020 in a nutshell. That's been the last right. four years in a nutshell, though. But yeah, that's why we're sick of it all. That's why it is time for the party line Patriots because we want to make fun of those people. Both sides. Yes. Both sides. Like, if you are that, to that point where you can just repeat something and everyone's like, like, Gideon, like, has, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you take my side on this thing. Right. I mean, you're, you're not doing yourself a favor. You're not doing yourself or anybody else a favor by just, just screaming the same shit, by screaming right. fuck Trump, by screaming fuck Joe Biden or Kamala right. Harris or what have you not doing anybody a favor you're just making yourself look that ignorant in my opinion i think that people like that are ignorant and i have no problem saying it if you're listening and you're offended by that i'm sorry but i'm not sorry you're you you have to have some kind of basis for what you're standing yeah again 
if you don't know what the Party Line Patriots are, which is what that theme music represented, it's where we're going to make fun of some of these ignorant people. So just holding so hard to their their morals that they think based on social yeah, media. Keyboard warriors. Yep. Fighting the good fight, especially in the last couple of weeks. This first one is my favorite. I don't even know who this person is. Let me pull it up. Her name is Brandy X. Lee. Not just Brandy Lee, but Brandy X. Lee. She's a medical doctor, apparently. MD. That gives her a lot of credibility. Yes. She says, Donald Trump is not an Adolf Hitler. At least Hitler improved the daily life of his followers, had discipline, and required more of himself to gain the respect of his followers. Even with the same pathology, there are varying degrees of competence. So she is saying, even Hitler is better than Donald Trump because at least he improved the daily lives of his followers. <laughs> right. But if you weren't his follower, fuck you. <laughs> here's, Let, the, here's the oven. <laughs> let's go back, because it's been four years since Donald Trump was elected. Let's go back and and just kind of look at the data. How many Jews were killed by Donald Trump? How many? What'd you say? Would you think like 10 Jews were killed by Donald Trump? Oh. Do you think like... Six million Jews or more were killed uh, by... No, I, I would say maybe... Like very, very few Jews, as three, as freaking, uh, what's the name, Louis C.K. talks about, like, the similarities between, um, uh, what's, I can't think of, Ray Charles and Adolf Hitler. He's just like, <laughs> I mean, I Ray Charles, he, he's, he's, he's still, he's dead. He's dead. Yeah, that... That's where he's going with it. He's like, lots of people are dead. More people are dead than are not dead. <laughs> he's like, Ray Charles is dead. Adolf Hitler's dead. And that's about it. He's like, that's... honestly, if you look at Ray Charles and Hitler, he's like, that's the only thing they have in common. Like, Hitler killed a substantial amount of Jews. Ray Charles, not so many Jews. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it reminds me of when you see stuff like posts like this. I guess if you make the claim that freaking Donald Trump killed all these people from COVID-19. Yeah. And, and that's exactly where they're going with it. Yeah, but still not that many Jews. And and there is an article, I think, in Newsweek that actually talks about how Hitler made improvements and <laughs> Donald Trump did not. Oh, dear God. Yes, I, so I believe that, that there is actually a news article about that. How do I go to the next one? Next one. I thought it would just automatically pull it up, but it's not wanting to do that. I don't have a next arrow. It did oh. last time I had it. All right, so this one says, we're going to just fly through some of these and just poke fun of the bullshit of it because we can. That's where we are right now is we just want to make fun of this whole process at this point because this is where we are. So this says, if you support, it's a picture of Donald Trump. It says, if you support this man, I won't judge you for your choice of political parties. I will judge you for your lack of morals, ethics, and humanity. So other, so will others, and so will history. So if you vote for him, I'm going to question your morals and your ethics and your humanity. However, you see people like Kamala Harris, and we've talked about this multiple times, mm -hmm. and all the decisions she made that don't that majorly lack ethics and this like view of humanity when you're trying to when you're when you're sidestepping evidence against a man on death row because it might make your numbers look bad right how does that look for ethics and humanity i mean do any of them 
any politicians really have ethics and humanity. I, I, they, they rarely go in the same yeah. sentence. All right. Sorry, you're just going to have to see me click through the, some of these. So here's Bernie Sanders. I like him. I love the burn. The burn. Last night, last night, Trump attacked Medicare for all as socialized medicine. I can't do that for the entire thing. It says, funny, I didn't hear him complain when he received the best socialized medicine in the world for free at a 100% government-run hospital. Yup. Do you think Bernie Sanders actually says yup? Yup. Yes, Trump loves socialism for himself. Rugged individualism for the rest. I think this is old because I feel like, well, no, yeah. this is talking about freaking him. Yeah, when COVID. he had COVID, yeah. But this was, uh, Bernie Sanders has said this, I think it was back in the and, uh, in the Democrat National Convention, he brought up the whole socialism for himself and rugged individualism right. for the rest. Yeah. However, how many of these senators that have been lifetime senators had Obamacare and mm. followed the standards of Obamacare. Oh, the, the golden package, not yeah. just Obamacare, but the, the creme de la creme of medical. Where our medical insurance rates skyrocketed, like, mm. I think it was like 300%. I think yeah. I was paying like under 300 bucks before Obamacare, and I was paying like $750 yeah. a month after yeah. Obamacare. Do you think Bernie Sanders it had his... Medical insurance cost? No, he's got freaking government-sponsored yeah. medical. Yeah, and, and I've seen this argument before. So, uh, there was somebody, uh, a friend of mine who's in the Navy, and was talking about Trump, and then somebody came out and said, um, well, you must enjoy um, socialized medicine because um, you get government health care. They take care of you. And I was like, um, she's in the military. She right. provides right. a service. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not employee like provided. Exactly, is basically what it is. Exactly, employee provided to medical do. care. Um, let's see some more, some anti-Biden ones. We're gonna jump back and forth on both sides of this fence. So this one, if you're not watching but listening, it's these are what the hocus pocus ladies. That's right? correct. Yeah. It says, "Ooh, I smell children," and then um, Joe Biden's there, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, ladies, that's my job." I don't see it. That's funny. That's funny to me. Not a lot to say there, but oh, that brings me. Um, I wanted to bring up. Do you have that image of? I was just gonna send it to you. Yeah, send me that. Um, if y'all haven't seen this Halloween costume, it's freaking hilarious. Um, give me like five seconds to pull it up. It's not only hilarious, but it also gets people just losing their minds because of it. Because because that's what the world we live in. There's no sense of humor. In 2020, either. That's one thing I, I noticed. You know, and that really makes 2020 bearable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to have humor just to make it through exactly. 2020. All right. I just sent it to you. All right. So let me pull this up. Let me switch over screens. So this is, if you're not looking, it's a it's a girl in a Halloween costume. And it's a Joe Biden mask on her shoulder with, like, kind of a coat tied around her with gloves. So it looks like Joe Biden is, like, sniffing this girl. And it's wearing she's wearing a shirt that says, Quit sniffing me, you twit. So you had some issues online because you posted this picture. You yeah, for people, Halloween. You had people arguing with you. What, right. hap what happened there? Um, it was interesting. So um, it came out, and the big thing was, like, what kind of message does this put in – for this little girl, right? And so my reply was, it's funny 
Oh, I said, how about hypocrisy? And I was yeah. like, because nobody seems to balk when you put a little girl in an F Trump T-shirt. Right. Everybody cheers, right? Or when you have college students, you know, reserve seats for, you know, a, a Trump campaign with that nobody shows up at. Yeah. Yeah. But you have a problem when a, someone puts Joe Biden on a girl's shoulder, right? Yeah, and right. so that that was my whole issue. And, and so then it went back and forth for a little bit. And finally, I think he finally got my point, maybe, or he just, he just was, didn't have any argument left. Right. So. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I see what you're saying. And I'm like, you know, you got to call out wrong. Yeah. So wrong's wrong. No matter exactly. what. Exactly. It doesn't matter on. who it is. No. All right, here's a fun one. Um, so this is, it's Joe Biden hugging um, his wife, Jill. Is that her name? Yeah. And it says, we're going all the way to the Waffle House, babe. And she's like, the White House, Joe, the White House. That, that, that cracks right. me up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that sounds about his mentality right about now. Yeah. No, and that was the other thing is he had that, um, that, uh, that mislip. When yeah. he was talking, and he was like, <laughs> Trump, "Trump aluminumism." Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna mobilize our Trump aluminumism. I don't know what he was saying. I have no idea. So here's this. This is a picture of Kamala Harris in like a 60 Minutes interview, and it says, "VP Pence won't meet with women unless his wife is with him." So ridiculous. And she's laughing. And the interviewee it says, "If Willie Brown and others had." had followed that policy, you'd be a nobody. <laughs> and she just gives this face. I mean, obviously, that's probably not what 60 Minutes is asking her. But if you don't know who Willie Brown is, that's the um, politician that she was bedding with. And um, pretty, they claim got her, her position right. yeah, because she was that. hooking up with him. Yeah. So that's funny to me. I mean, some of these are funny. I mean, yes, they're ridiculous. And, yeah. But they're funny, too. What else do we got? So this guy says the COVID lockdown has demonstrated three things. Our economy collapses as soon as it stops selling useless stuff to over-indebted people. It is perfectly possible to reduce pollution and the lowest paid people in the country are essential to its functioning. I agree with all of those statements, I guess. Yeah. But they're saying kind of sarcastically, our, right. well, our economy collapses because we stop selling useless shit to right. endeavor to people. That's how an economy works. And it's yeah. not just useless shit. An yeah. economy only functions if things are being sold. If things right. aren't being sold, there is no economy. Yeah. And I was listening Economics to a, a guy today. And yeah, he's like, you know, you, you want to know what to invest in? Look at the lockdown. Look at the things that thrived. Right. That's the stuff that you put your money into, right? Because they're gonna they're gonna survive regardless. Yep. Or the companies that know that are flexible and know how to switch courses, right. Like that, yeah. But then it also says it's perfectly possible to reduce pollution. Sure, sure, yeah. I guess. But I I, I think I read things where pollution didn't really go down during. Well, there is some you know there <laughs> some articles about. You know, dolphins swimming in the Venice Canal for the, the first, first time, time, you know, or, or humpback whales in, in shit. San Francisco Bay. Who, or Who gives a shit? Yeah, I know. I don't give but a shit. But that's what they're trying to say. Yes, you know? great. Are the polar bears doing better, too? And, and that's my thing. Is like, you know, why why the hell are liberals complaining? Because they always say the earth is overpopulated anyways, yeah. right? right? I mean, COVID should be their dream. Yeah, you would think so. And then the lowest paid people in the country are essential in its functioning. Yes, 
everybody is essential and is functioning, though. Right, yeah. The lowest paid people are essential, but the upper paid people are essential, too. Everybody's right. essential. And, and it's not like they stopped working, either. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean they yes, just found they get to work ways. from home. Right, yeah. Which I wouldn't want to work from home. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't get I shit either. done if I was working from home. Yeah. Too many distractions, but. By far. All right. What's going on next? You're seven months into a pandemic. Your country won't guarantee health care or provide you with monthly stimulus checks. Neither rent nor student loans were canceled. Solve the puzzle. You live in a SH space, TH space, LE country. Basically, you live in a shithole country because right. your country's not giving you free government provided health care. Your country's not giving you a monthly stimulus. It's not saying a stimulus right. check, it's saying monthly. a monthly stimulus. Yeah, right. And neither rent nor student loans are canceled. The, yeah. the things that you signed a contract saying you would pay, they weren't canceled. Yeah. So you live in a shithole country. Yeah. The, you wouldn't have to cancel student loans or rent or have monthly stimulus checks if you don't shut down the goddamn economy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and student loans, I mean, they, they are on hold. Yeah, in, yeah. Until next they year, they have been. Yeah, like and through the first as of right yeah. now, because I haven't started paying on mine for that reason. Um, let me pull up some of yours here. Yeah, and I, I just sent you another one too. I don't care. You do. That's uh, a good one. You're right. I do. Hang on. Sorry, you get to see me play with stuff. <laughs> um, where are the ones you sent? Is this them? Yeah, these are them. So this is Neil deGrasse Tyson because he is the voice of reason. Absolutely. It says, would indeed be ironic if Donald Trump lost the presidential election by a margin of votes equal to the number of his supporters who died from COVID-19 for having refused to wear masks in public. So he's saying, wouldn't it be interesting or ironic if all those supporters that died, that's how much he lost by? That, that's fucking cold, first of all. Yeah, that is. That's, that like, would be their dream situation right there. You're fucking cold because you don't want to go out and wear a mask. But if those people die, that's, I mean, that's okay. Right, I right. mean, that's their loss. That's, yeah. that's They're equally Trump supporters, cold. I'm sorry. Right? They're Trump supporters. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. This is Jess Dweck. I don't know who it is, but it's at the Dweck says, the most embarrassing thing about the U.S. having another civil war is it it's not even for a new reason. And somebody said I laughed and then got sad. So it's for slavery still? Right. And racism? I'm not really sure where they're going with that. I'm guessing, it's, yeah, it's all for the whole slavery issue. Right. But that's dumb. That's stupid. Yeah. You're an idiot, Dweck. Yeah. That's not what the new civil war is about. The new civil war is about people throwing fits and... Not getting their way on right. both sides of the fence. Exactly. Oh, uh, what's this one say? Winifred Horan. The look. So it's a lady. Who's it? Oh, this is um Comey Berry. Yeah. Um says the look you give. She's given like some, like almost lovey eyes to Donald Trump. It says the look you give when a guy who brags about grabbing women by the pussy when you're a fundamentalist Catholic mom. Yeah. So she's not supposed to, like, have any support for him right. because she's... he said this one thing one time. Right, yeah. 
Because then you would have no support for any man, because I guarantee you every guy... Right. And at some point in his at life... At some point has said, said some something. stupid bullshit. Exactly. I do it all the time. Right. Absolutely. On this show. <laughs> <laughs> for the world to hear, or our whole... All our listeners, so... All right, so here's it's Biden and um, Obama. Um, Biden says, I take a shit every morning at 8 a.m. And Obama says, that's good, so what's the problem? And Biden says, I wake up at 9 a.m. Oh, God. <laughs> that's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, so Joe shit in his pants. After Waffle House. After Waffle House. I mean, who doesn't shit their pants after Waffle House? <laughs> All this stuff makes me think of different comedians I've heard through the the years. Um, who is it? Um, Jim Gaffigan, I think. He was like, speaking of speaking of diarrhea, I went to Waffle House the other day. <laughs> oh, so here is Biden and Hunter. Hunter in a car, and he says, "Daddy, they got my laptop." And um, Biden's like, "No shit." Yeah. So this is actually it's a scene from uh, Smoking the Bandit. Oh, uh, okay. So where the the dumbass son and the dad's the sheriff. All right. And he's like, "But daddy, they, he's got my my bride." And he's like, "No shit, you dumb shit." <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Man, that's a horrible picture of Hunter too. He looks really like a mess, like a crackhead. So here is who's this guy from? That's from Smoking the Bandit. Okay. That's actually the sheriff or the, the yeah the sheriff again. So he says, "Y'all need to stop setting shit on fire because you dumb." Some bitches are going to need something to burn down when Trump gets reelected in November. Ugh, yeah. That, that's yeah. unfortunately probably true. Yeah, probably, <laughs> but it just it just shows the side that's saying that all people that voted for Biden are going to burn down the country if Biden doesn't get elected. And I don't believe that's true either. I don't I believe don't every freaking person that voted for Biden is going to want to burn down this country. Let me no, find I don't one. Think so. That I had that was similar to that. Hang on. And a lot. Oh. Well, here's one. So this is a picture of a bull, like a Spanish fighting bull. And it says, does anyone else think that letting Spanish fighting bulls loose, it says lose, but loose at, at the riots would be a great idea? Asking for a friend. Mm. Yeah. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. Like, I don't care yeah. what you think about a riot. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, let's it's just like, let this bull go gore all these yeah. protests. That, that's like going out there and be like, hey, let's get some shooting practice going. Yeah. You know? And people are saying that too, you know. Oh, I'm sure. You know, they are. Like, oh, yeah, let's, this is a good chance to get down there and um, sight in my freaking rifle scope. Yeah. Right. God. And obviously, this is on a ultra right wing post here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, next. <laughs> This is a silhouette oh my gosh, of a dog, horrible. and it says Biden and Harris. The dog is up on a table squatting, and it said there's a silhouette of a person opening his mouth as the dog is shitting in his mouth, and it says believers. So it's Biden Harris shitting into mouth of Biden Harris believers. It's ugh, <laughs> gross, gross. Which that you can swap that, flip that on both sides, because you could put Trump, Pence, and have their believers down there, right. and you're shitting in the mouths of them, or. Yeah. Or any politician is basically saying or dishing shit that, mm -hmm. and they're. That's why we do this. They're they're freaking 
their fans or their groupies just glom on it, eat that shit right up. Literally, in this case, eat yeah. that shit up. Right. Yuck. Yuck. That's not what I want to see. Oh, here's one. This is like kind of uh, Hillary-esque, 2016-esque. It says, it's a mugshot with a superimposed face of Donald Trump without his hairpiece, apparently. And it says, uh, make America great again. Trump for prison 2020. So That's, that's not very Hillary-esque. Yeah, it's it's not even creative. I mean, no, no. what are we going to start chanting, lock him up, right. lock him up? Whatever happened to that promise, too? That's another yeah. promise he didn't he keep. He didn't, he didn't lock up Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on these? Where do you think we're going in this world? I got a few more, but let's just let's just talk. Let's talk about things, things, yeah, people, it, and it, places. You know, it just, um, just <laughs> shows what people think of each of them, you know? Like, obviously... Biden just doesn't have it. You know, he's he's fading away mentally. Yeah. You know, yeah. people think Trump's a, a, a criminal, as usual. You or know? Hitler. Or, worse, or than, Hitler. worse than Hitler. Or worse than Hitler. That, I mean, that's a saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, never, never thought in my time being alive that I would hear somebody, especially a U.S. president, be considered worse than Adolf Hitler because he didn't take, he didn't, his, he didn't, make his followers lives better right yeah so worse than hitler or um poop your pants joe biden right decrepit grandpa joe biden yeah those right. are our options yeah all right it's uh yeah it's uh gives you a lot of faith doesn't it mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i don't have a lot of faith in humanity just reading these posts it's just, no it's just hard Hard for me to, like, have faith on either side. Hard for me to have... I mean, I, I have faith in the voter. I have faith in the normal people, the people down the middle. But right. it's yeah. like anything. You only see the extremes on yeah. both sides. You're either a hard communist or you're a hard freaking Nazi. There's no there's no middle ground here anymore. There's no centrists, mm. according to the media. Right. The media is what makes this the worst, that it... Worse than it is. If there wasn't the media, if there wasn't, like, CNN, Fox News, if there wasn't even Facebook or Twitter, I think we'd get along so much better. Right. If we weren't just reading all this horse shit, yep. glomming on this horse shit all day long, like, that's all people do is sit there and scroll up, scroll up. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit, I'm outraged about that thing they told me to be outraged about. Yep. I'm going to be mad now because Donald this, this thing here says Donald Trump said this. Yeah. It's just bullshit and even the radio i mean radio is like such an outdated media source it is i mean what do you listen to radio for besides halfway decent music right sometimes. and that's it just to end sometimes yeah and that's only if i want to roll the dice and and see what pops up on the radio right <laughs> it's always the same thing but even their political ads are just like mm -hmm. you can just listen to them and be like that's that's straight utter bullshit yeah like there was one for um I think it was Teresa Greenfield, Probably. who, as we said, was the or it was against her. Okay, and it was like Teresa. No, I think it was Joni Ernst against Joni Ernst. It's like she thinks that not all Iowans even want health care. And there's this clip that's that's her saying, um, "My understanding is not all Iowans want want health care." Cut just like immediately cut. It doesn't finish the sentence. Like right, yeah. Um, she probably said something like. Provided by the government right, or yeah. w with this or with that. No, it just cuts it off. And it's just like, 
really, you're going to expect me yeah. to believe that without even finishing the sentence right. that yeah. that's what I'm going to buy. Yeah. It's like such bullshit. Mm-hmm. Even for just like basic radio freaking um, ads. And it's all just smear campaigns they back are. and forth. Yeah. Joni Ernst is not uh, blah, blah, blah. She's not for the farmers. Yeah. Or Teresa Greenfield is not good for Iowa. Right. Or just, too liberal for right, Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> that's my yeah. favorite. Just once, I'd like to see a politician do a political campaign where they actually like talk about their platform. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Right. And it's getting worse and worse. Like mm. there is no platform anymore. Oh, even the debates, they didn't talk about their platforms. Yeah, we've been you know? we've been talking about that. How we haven't heard anything about foreign policy. In, right. Yeah. And you'd think they'd bring that up at least in the mm. debates. Yeah. The only thing they brought up was China or yeah. Or the laptops, right. and, or Russia. Yeah. There's no actual foreign policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe the the two candidates were like, "Don't ask a question about this." <laughs> we 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 haven't been even paying attention. Yeah. We don't even know what's going on in the world. Yeah. I right. I know I did get nominated for a peace prize, but I don't even know know where Nobel even is. <laughs> yeah, I mean the yeah the debates were set up to try to to catch. Trump. His gotcha moments. Right, yeah. yeah. So, COVID, 210,000 people dead, huh? What do you have to say about that? Uh, my, my my team is the best team of all the teams <laughs> right. in um, China. In right. China. Yeah. It came from China, and I shut down China. And yeah. he he uh, said that was racism yeah. and xenophobic for shutting down China, but I shut down China. Yeah. And then uh, 500 kids in cages at the border, Mr. President? I mean, why, why'd you put them in cages? Who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages? <laughs> Oh, man. Did you see, did we talk about last week, I don't know if we did, how the White House, or was it, it was the White House press um, temporarily, the temporary password for the White House press <laughs> conference that, was yeah. who built the cages, Joe? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's trolling at its finest. Yeah, he is definitely a troll as hell. So let's let's pull up some more. I've got a bunch that I just scrolled through and just saved and saved and saved. And these were all from this week. People posted these all these this week. So this one, somebody posted, says, The Supreme Court was expanded from seven seats to nine seats to match the nine circuit courts at the time. There are now 13 circuit courts today. So dot, dot, dot. So should we pack the courts? Obviously, that's, that's what, what they're going for. Saying. Yep. But Kamala won't... won't um, actually say whether or not she's pro packing the courts or not you know they are remember during the debates how she want to answer that it's like um i'm speaking i'm going to answer (laughs) i'm going to answer your question by saying i'm not going to answer your question and i don't think joe biden even gave a straight answer to that did he no because his thing was well if i answer that then and then all the focus is going to be on my answer Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why he didn't give a straight answer for anything, mm-hmm. is because he would actually be held to those answers. And Trump doesn't care because he just says whatever. And right, right. I mean, he's got this um, track record of really just saying whatever, oh, and yeah. then none of it really. I, I remember any foundation in, in one of the Republican debates. He actually accused uh, Ted Cruz's dad of being involved in the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. But Ted Cruz is still, um, um, fi- uh, not finance, um, sponsoring freaking Trump, endorsing. Oh, there oh, you go, oh, endorsing yeah. Trump. Yeah, he is, and that was yeah. 
So he wasn't going to, and people were like, "Oh man, wow, this guy he stands by his guns," and then he did. And, and he's like, like, "Never mind." Actually, I am going to support him. I'm not going to stand by my guns. Yeah. All right, so this is David Hogg. I didn't even realize this oh was fucking gosh, David Hogg. God David damn Hogg. it! Why did I pull this up? Dang. David Hogg says, "Not wearing a mask doesn't make you a strong, brave patriot. It makes you an inconsiderate dick who's so fragile and privileged." You mistake a minor inconvenience that could save lives for oppression. Fuck you, David Hogg. <laughs> Fuck off. Why are you even around still? Nobody, like, you're a, you're a has-been. You're he just has. trying to be yeah. in the media still. Go, go find another school shooting. <laughs> good, good <laughs> God, man. Uh, this one says, During a speech at the American Legion, Mike Pence said that the Obama administration had been removing Bibles and even banning Christmas carols from VA hospitals. The VA confirmed that Pence's statement is false. I guess Mikey doesn't care about breaking the thou shalt not bear false witness commandment, huh? Ooh, Ooh. burn. Ooh. So, just because, first of all, just because the VA as an over-encompassing branch or what have you right. says this was not a thing that we implemented does not mean that VA hospitals individually didn't right. ban them. Right. Because I guarantee you the VA is not keeping track of every single oh, one. Yeah. And uh, Mike Pence is saying I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean he's calling out the Obama administration, but it probably happened during he probably heard one guy say that right. this happened at his hospital yeah. and he's claiming that's the Obama well, and, administration. And, yeah, and they probably just said, you know, <laughs> sorry, you can't sing Christmas carols, you guys suck. Yeah. And he took it as we can't have Christmas carols. So there's that side of it, and then there's the other side that's like, Oh, he's breaking the do not bear false witness commandment. Right. Yeah. Right, Mikey? Hmm. What a hypocrite. Yeah. Hypocrite. Because every politician it is a hundred percent honest. Yeah. I right. mean, they have to be to run as a politician. Yeah. Be honest. Right. Absolutely. That's like the first commandment of politics right. is be honest. Be honest. And it, there's a lot of yeah, politicians that, that I would throw out there and say they may say they're Christian and they're not, but I would have to say Mike Pence probably is a little bit too Christian. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So this is Danielle Candela, whoever that is, says, Today, as a lifelong Republican, I voted for decency, honesty, respect, civility, exclusiveness, integrity, honor, and experience. And experience. I voted for man I want my grandchildren to grow. I voted for man, not a man, but for man I want my grandchildren to grow up to be like. I voted for healing and unity for my country. I proudly voted for Joe Biden. I want my children to grow up to be like Joe freaking Biden. I, that actually looks like Joe Biden with the wig and sunglasses. <laughs> <It> probably is. <laughs> Danielle Candela, lifelong Republican, who wants her grandchildren to grow up to be just like Joe Biden. I, I don't know anybody who's ever said that about any politician. Ever. Ever. In the history of everything. <laughs> ever. Yeah. No. Let alone a former Republican how saying many, that about Joe how Biden. How many politicians you know that are great role models? <laughs> None. None. You know, I mean, maybe you could say, oh, I, I want my, my son to be like, you know, George Washington or Abraham Lincoln. But, yeah. I mean. <laughs> so. Wow. She's specifically claims at the end she or at the end of that first sentence um she voted for experience well he's an experienced politician but he 
nothing's different throughout right. his yeah. entire right. freaking existence. Yeah. So experience means nothing to me in politics yeah. when oh. you're especially when everybody's sitting there and complaining about the system we have. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean the system oh, that we, we have change is the because system. of Joe Biden. We got to change the system. But we're tired uh, but we want these experienced politicians that have been lifelong politicians. Here's a picture of Bain. It says he wore a mask. He canceled sporting events. He wanted a quarantine. The root of the problem was a bat. Bain 2020. <laughs> I can get behind that. At this I, point, I could, yes. At this yeah. point, I'd vote for You know, Bain he was decisive. He had a good game plan. Right. right. Going and in. He, he claimed his plan. He didn't he didn't beat around the bush. Yeah. He said exactly what he wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And he said exactly what he was gonna do. He didn't make us yeah. guess, play this yeah. guessing game. If you vote for me, um, I'll come up with a plan. Yeah. No, Bain said exactly right. what yeah, he wanted. When he's a, you know, that one guy, you know, before he snapped his neck, he's like, What do you want? He's like, I want retribution. <laughs> there you go. He claimed it right there. So, um, a vote for Bain twenty twenty is not a wasted vote. It's not a. <laughs> it's, it's not, not a throwaway. Write in vote. Write yeah. it in. Write in, in Bain. What's his first name? I feel it's like Jonathan Dwight Bain or something <laughs> like that. You know, it's got to be something. The third. Yes, he, Jonathan Dwight Esquire. Bain the third. Yes. Yep. So write in Jonathan G J D B the third, twenty twenty. That's 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 it. That's the problem solver right yep, there absolutely he wore a mask all the time oh, he yeah. always wore a absolutely. mask. yeah i mean you want to have to worry about him taking his mask off and getting covid because no. he'd die regardless <laughs> exactly exactly canceled all the sporting events so we don't have people kneeling for the flag exactly. we don't have people that standing for the flag of so all many. of it yeah just get rid of it all yeah end it all yeah he wanted the quarantine exactly problem solver and he knew that the the reason of all these problems was a goddamn bat. Yes, yes. Just ban all the bats. If you ban the bats, doesn't COVID go away? I think that's how bats? that works. I that's why so. they want more windmills, you know, because it kills <laughs> oh, the bats yes. and gets rid of coronavirus. There you go. There you go. That's the real push for mm -hmm. uh, wind energy is kill it off is. the bats. Yeah, they, they're ahead of the curve. <laughs> they must be. All right, let's see if there's any other doozies here before we just bullshit because that's that's what we're here for tonight just bullshit that might be it might be all the one i have i sent you one through messenger all right let me pull that up my eyeballs hurt maybe we'll wrap this up early tonight all right let's see what we got Sorry, this isn't your normal, um, is it, was it a video you sent me? Uh, was it? Yeah. The XBLadocious video. Well, you might as well pull that up. Might as well. I might as well. Like I was starting to say, sorry that this isn't our normal episode where you get to learn things. But this is our, our holiday special, our election special, because, I mean... We got to go out with just like chill as fuck. Like yeah. we we don't want to just we don't want to stress out about this. We just want to poke fun at all angles of it. Let me pull this up. Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good already. 
Hang on, I gotta turn it up. Oh man, I didn't see this before this. It's hilarious. Because I was afraid to speak, I was just a lad. My father gave me nails a tweak, told me I was bad. But then one day I might not be able to play this whole thing. Not good. All right, that's enough of that before we get kicked <laughs> off. But oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh my that gosh. Is uh. Way too funny. <laughs> I needed that. I have a feeling he had a stroke or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or his t- false teeth were falling that, out. That's, that's the only explanation it, yeah, I, think I can have for that. Out. Oh man. <sighs> what does a Biden win look like to you? Oh shit! I mean, I said undoing we gonna, a lot of what Trump did. We weren't going to bash on um, your camera's like turned on me. No, um, we weren't going to just bash on and pull up all this shit. But let's let's look at at let's look at worst can worst case scenario on both sides. What's the worst can it? I can't even say that worst worst case, case scenario? scenario if Biden wins. Well, I'm going to say Biden is sworn in. And then within six months, maybe, or uh, that day. he has to step out, out or because, he or he dies, but he has to step down because of a rapid increase of dementia or something like that. And Kamala Harris is then sworn in. Um, and she was only selected because she was a woman of color, in my opinion, I, not because of her accolades or no her... Um, the things that she's accomplished, because if it was based on things that she's accomplished, there's no way the liberals would pick a cop's cop when in a time when police right. um, brutality is a is a big deciding factor, right. when police reform is a big deciding factor. Yeah. She is the opposite. She stands for completely the opposite of police reform yeah. and police justice. Yeah. She is... And she said, a cop's cop. Not not right. because she policed the police, but because she was like the top cop that right. put the most away and yeah. made – she was an enforcer is what she right. was. Oh, and she picks, um, I don't know, AOC oh, God. Um, as her vice president. That is worst case scenario. Yeah. Why would you even suggest <laughs> that? You said worst Gross. case. You said worst case scenario. Gross. So if today we find out – today in – on Wednesday, which is when you guys are hearing this. Yes. This is what the worst case is what you have to look forward to. And and they decide that they want to pack the court. And one of those Supreme Court justices is Supreme Court Justice Barack Obama. Is, is he qualified for that? Oh, yeah, he is. 
I mean, he has a law degree. I know that. But yeah. is that the only qualification? <laughs> is a is a piece of paper? Uh, he was, I mean, a practicing attorney before he got involved in uh, politics. Couldn't be for very long though, because he was a young guy when he ran for president. He wasn't yeah. even senator for very long. No, he wasn't. He wasn't senator an very activist long. for. He didn't no. do anything for very yeah. long. No, he didn't. So he didn't. you couldn't have been a lawyer for very no. long. But then he was ahead of the the Harvard Law Review for a while, and so yeah, he could do it. What if they put, I mean, we just found out today, I don't know if it's a gag or if it's a real thing, that Jerry Springer has his own court show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we kind of, I didn't look too much at it. What if, I mean, that that's worst case scenario Trump's elected is puts <laughs> Jerry Springer on as a Supreme Court That just, would be worst case. I, I mean, this whole presidency has been a big Jerry Springer episode. Yeah, right. So flip side, worst case scenario if, Trump's Trump elected. is. Oh boy. Well, the debt continues to go up. They really buckle down on the coronavirus thing um and put pressure on him. They probably try to impeach him again. Mm-hmm. Um Do you think he um mandates the vaccine cuz he's talking about his top generals like enforcing it? I don't it think he will. I think he'll probably leave it to the states to do mm-hmm. again. So you're putting your a lot of faith in this man. No, I'm not. I just um I'm just trying to, by what he's done in the past, you know, I mean, when it came to the lockdowns, he left it in the governor's hands. Well, let's role play here then. Trump gets elected. Okay. Um, Riots go insane because they can, and they probably will. What's Trump's response? Worst case scenario to... Uh, Worst case scenario is he sends in the army. You think he implements some sort of martial law type scenario? (sighs) I mean, he would be the president to do that. He would be the president to do that. I mean, he, well, he sent in his unmarked vehicles into Portland, um, you know, when they were things were getting out of hand. You know, he didn't go full on military, but he did send agents in. To right, take, federal agents. Yeah. Right, to yeah, take right. care of business. So, uh, that's, so he, that's probably the plan he'd go with again. Um, I think the worst thing that we'd have to worry about with Trump, besides the fact that the debt would skyrocket, is that, um, you know, I, I think he would antagonize China to the point where, yeah. you know, things are going to escalate with that. Yeah, China, maybe Russia alliance. Mm-hmm. I, I see, yes, he didn't get us involved in too many new foreign wars. He didn't really bring too many people home, though, if right. any. I don't see that being his record in a second election. I see us getting no. more involved. I agree. And foreign affairs i mean he's he'd have implementing, nothing to lose at that point well he's implementing all these p- peace policies over there but that's going to ruffle well the feathers of like iran we yeah. talked about iran's completely against yeah. it and he's he's been very outspoken against iran right and sanctions against iran yeah and we got the the nuclear stuff that mm-hmm. just happened last week I think we're going to, if Trump's elected, we will be in Iran. I, I oh, can almost I, I agree. That. And, I mean, we've talked about this. I mean, he is he's made deals with these people to sign these peace accords, right? And yeah. so why? What's the agenda? And you know Iran is outspoken against it. Right. I think he's trying to get a coalition together to go against Iran. Uh, something we didn't talk about, but I saw in the news is that gas prices are starting to go up rapidly now. Really, because of European lockdowns and because of the they're, what people are expecting to happen with the presidential election. So they've gone up three percent so far, which is the, the 
the most that they've gone up in a while. So let's go best case scenario. Is there a best case scenario with who in either side? If Biden's elected, what's best case scenario? Shit just stays the same, basically. Basically, yeah. Thing, things stay the same. I mean, similar he's, to what happened on, under but Obama. But we already know probably. he's gonna. He wants to raise taxes. Yeah. So, like I said, similar to probably Obama scenario. Right. Everyone thought the world was gonna end. Uh, right. At least half the country thought the world would end under Obama. Guess right. what? The world didn't end under right. Obama. Yeah. Think, Shit things happened. keep rolling. You know, the, the repo or Democrats they implemented the things they wanted to do, and then Republicans got elected. They undid it, and the it cycle continues. Yeah. Right. Um, and same thing if Trump gets elected. Right. It'll probably just push in the same direction. Right, yeah, exactly. And I think that's best case scenario is nothing much changes yeah. for both of them. That's, and isn't that pathetic? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of <laughs> kind of what Spike said in his interview. It's like, you know, the worst, the worst thing I think predict that's going to happen is things just get a little worse. They put in worst candidates next time. That's horrible. That's a horrible thought. Yeah. They... Things your life just gets a little bit shittier. They just continue to push their bullshit through and tax the shit out of you or pay the. the I I don't see the debt ever going down again. No, it's going it to continue to increase. Yeah, every president's going to look like it's increased less though because of that percentage, mm. because fifty trillion dollars. I mean, you can increase that by another thirty trillion dollars, and still right. you're only increasing what like. 60 percent there yeah that's not like thousands of percents like you saw in world war right. ii or or um under like the the new deal and stuff mm -hmm. like that but still no. that that price is just it insane is. you know if trump was was smart i mean that's he's a smart it. guy but if he was smart he would um he would sue china can you sue another country I, well, there's other countries that are wanting to, mm. so and, and they would forgive the debt that we owe them. That would be interesting. That would be. That would be interesting. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing with Biden that scares me the most is him implementing a lockdown, like a long-term lockdown. Yes. And that, coupled with raising taxes, I think would be bad, really bad. Yeah. Well, we are sitting at almost an hour. We've we've basically bullshitted our way through this because that's yeah. what we wanted to do. It's that time of the year. I'm hoping you guys enjoyed this kind of loose atmosphere. We will yeah. be back on track. It's not that we it's not that we didn't want to find something to talk about. It, it, again, we're just in this yeah. predicament where anything we say tonight in two days from now, when this releases, could mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, we could make all the predictions we want, yeah. and then by Wednesday it comes out, and it's just like, well, shit, that didn't happen. <laughs> right, yeah. I yeah. mean, I I wanted to possibly push this out a day early so it would be on election day, but then it would just be kind of thrown together, and I didn't really right. want to do that. And, yeah. And then um, it still wouldn't matter. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I suspect we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about next week. Oh, we will. Absolutely. So, so do you have a prediction? I, hands down, Trump wins, I think. Yeah, I, I, think I agree. So. I don't that. know about a landslide, but I think Trump's going to win. Yeah, I think so, too. I would like to see something different. I would love to see Joe Jorgensen. I'd specifically love to see Spike right. get into office because he's— yeah. And not just because he's the one that agreed to come on our show, but he he's the most 
outspoken of the Libertarian no, Party. Agree. He's saying he's he's the edgy one that's mm-hmm. wanting to actually push real change, not just right. like tiptoe around the the situation. Right. But I mean, I, again, I don't have a problem if the whole shit shuts down for right. a while and just hits a big reset button because. Yeah. I mean, maybe we need that. Maybe that's what we need. Less government, like I said, with the whole freaking Newsom stuff. It's just like, good. Call him out on his bullshit and right. limit his power. Limit all their power. Limit Trump's power if he's reelected. Shut that shit down if he if he's making these freaking executive orders that are just straight up bullshit. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a Supreme Court that said, steps up and says, you know, you can't do that. Even right. if it's a Republican-leaning Supreme Court, you right. can't say Republican Supreme Court because that's not what the Supreme Court's about. Right. But a more conservative court that's willing to say, you know what, you you can't do that. That mm-hmm. That's too much power. You got to back that up a little bit. Right. The conservative party is supposed to be about less freaking federal power too, and that's it. Just hasn't gone that way. It's all right. about power grab on both sides, on all the sides. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm pushing for the Libertarian Party because less less freaking power hungry people. That that's all it is in my my book. If you have somebody that's saying, "I don't want the fucking power. I want to give it back to you," you got my vote right, right there. Right. So. Yep. Yep. But you you go vote for freaking Adolf Hitler, <laughs> I guess. I guess if that's what your thing. I will. I if will. If you're a Hitler supporter, yeah. then great. That's on you. I'm going to. History will judge you or whatever that <laughs> freaking post said. Yes. You will be judged for your character and you will be on the wrong side of history. Is there a right side of history, though? It just depends on who you ask. I think we're going to get out of here. Um, hopefully you you made it through this, and hopefully you've made it through this election process, and nobody's dead, and there's nobody thrown in internment camps and gulags or, or no um, minorities being genocided because of Hitler. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we come out on the other side of this and you say, and we realize, you know what? I can't believe we made such a big fucking deal about this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's where we'll end up. I like Some of us. Maybe yeah. if we're lucky, some people will leave the country. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Me too. Um, they keep threatening on I either know. side. If you're threatening to leave because things aren't the way you want them, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because you should be doing what you can to change the problem, not right. just saying, you know what? I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like it. So yeah. I'm just going to leave. So we're going to let you go. We're going to get out of here. Um, check back next week because I'm sure there's tons to talk about next week. And we're going to give you the best coverage possible on it because 2020 is the gift that keeps giving. So yeah. we'll have plenty to talk about if we're even in existence by then. If free speech still exists, we will find a way to get it to your ears. We will yeah. come to your door and give you That's the information. Right. We, we will we will broadcast over the ham radio through secret code, our meeting we place. We need to figure out how to operate a ham radio because that would be awesome. That would be. All right. We'll let you go. Um, check us back next week. Check us out on social media. Check out our store at, I can never remember what it is, Big Cartel, um, breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Buy a T-shirt. Christmas is coming up. I mean, it's buy a good gift. Buy, buy your stuff. Buy your family a gift. Um, buy a T-shirt, sweatshirt, neck gaiter, face mask thing, all that fun stuff. 
Um, otherwise, like join the conversation at the Break the Bell Forum on Facebook. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to talk about. Let us know how your election process went. Otherwise, we will see you next week. Have a freaking good week.